Oh, no. Now, the Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM. You've been Catholic for 15 f***ing minutes. Is that so much to ask? Now, the Sopranos update in 60 seconds flat. Hey, we got to hear what's going on in the sausage factory. How do we get in? We'll wait for Tony's water heater to blow, and then we'll change the lamps. Baby Bing leaving. Princess Bing leaving. Bing Crosby leaving. What? You giant ass. Cut the wire. Pick the lock. Hey, where's the Russian maid? Oh, no. Call it off. Oh, come on. Hey, there's some old guy peeing in Tony's pool. Psycho twin. Meadows roommates an alcoholic. Put some clothes on, Liza. Your laces are covered with urine. Oh, my God. Episode 2. Tony's mother has a gigantic head. Wah, 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 wah. Oh, she's dead. <laughs> Tony's upset. Why? He tried to kill her. <laughs> knock, 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 knock. Hey, what's up? <gasps> My goodness. I'm black and Jewish. Joker, Joker. Plus, I'm dating your daughter. And the triple. Holy baloney. The blob returns. Oh, my God, it's Janice. Your boyfriend's a sandwich at Satrialis. Everyone say something nice about your dead mother. Bitch, 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 bitch. I loved her. Shut up, Janice. What's the update in 60 seconds flat? All right. 902 at 560 WQM. Happy Tuesday to you. I'll tell you one thing, boy. The humper milked that thing yesterday, and Mo milked it like uh, Elsie the Borden cow this morning. Just squeezed it dry. Are we going to do the same thing yes. on this show? Uh -huh. Sure, why the hell not? <laughs> why not? We're the poll experts on this show. We can do good poll. Make no mistake about that. And this TV guy thing, I was saying to George a minute ago and Miguel, the same people who read uh, TV Guide are the people who read Reader's Digest. Same crowd. Nobody reads TV Guide. If you want the TV book, it's in your newspaper every Sunday. Right. If you're not intelligent enough to buy a newspaper, then you should be reading Reader's Digest and TV Guide. They both suck. Or you have your online guide right there on your uh, satellite dish or whatever it is. Right, digital or on your uh, digital cable or whatever you got. Exactly. I mean, only the, like little old ladies who have like a, one of those little antennas on the TV, those uh, whatever they call those, an aerial. Rabbit ears? Rabbit ears, very good. <laughs> Little ladies with rabbit ears who watch Oprah and who are subscribed to TV Guide. They're the ones. Assholes. Hate TV Guide. And I hate their list, which will give us plenty of opportunity. I think we're going to milk it, not just for one day. We'll show those pikers a thing or two. We'll milk it for three days on this show for the rest of the week. Don't you think that's a great idea? I, I love it. Because if you're going to take the ultimate poll, and we've, we've done this before. I'm not really sure when the last time is we did the TV show thing. But we've done many of these on movies and actors and TV shows and et cetera. We even did the one on uh, porno stars, didn't we? While I was gone, apparently. I believe we did. I don't, uh, did we really do that? Because I don't remember who that yes, was. Yes, Miguel Peter the one that hands down right. your pants Squirt, on the male side, nevertheless. And you know who really gets short shrift and it pisses me off is Bambi Woods. I keep mentioning that. Maybe nobody out there has seen Debbie Does Dallas. It's an old movie, and she's probably 85 years old now, like Amber Lynn. Joe Costello told me she left like a lot of toe jam behind after she was on their show. Amberlynn, she's got to be like 75 years old. But nevertheless, Bambi Woods, you saw Debbie Does Dallas, right? I don't even know. Uh, it was 100 what do you years mean you don't even know? Those were in the days when porno movies, like I keep screaming about, <laughs> actually had names right. and they were identifiable as opposed to like, uh, you know, all the and, same crap, you know. And in those days, you actually went to a theater to see them. Oh, God. And uh, I only saw two pornos. It was a double feature in a theater, and that was one time. And the rest were just incidental tapes that were, uh, you know, just on somewhere, friend's house. Things well, I'll like see that. you at the gaiety tonight. Oh, and speaking of movies and Justice for All, last night I mentioned that I <laughs> caught the last hour of that last night. And it goes to show you something, that 
during the course of your lifetime, I guess it's uh, all things in their particular time. They impress you in a certain way. And some things, you know, last. They're lasting and they uh, stand the true test of time. Other things, and justice for all, the one scene in the courtroom there where Al Pacino goes nuts and he says, my client is guilty and he should go straight to F in jail and just goes apeshmit. That, that scene's worth the price of admission alone. But the rest of the movie is so damn depressing. Just enough to make you want to blow your brains out or somebody else's. It's a pretty damn depressing movie. But the one scene is great, and justice for all. And he's great. Our poll yesterday, what do you dislike most about Neil's show? 1,126 votes. Nothing, it's fine. 277. Nothing, I like it better than ever. 241. That's pretty good uh, total. Pretty impressive from this picky audience, especially when you give them a whole bunch of uh, categories to bitch about. No phone calls, 205. They don't like that. Well, we took some phone calls for yesterday, and <laughs> guess what? They sucked. They bit the big one, man. They sucked toe cheese. So, I don't know. Maybe we'll take a couple today. I doubt it, though. Because if we did that, then you know who's going to call the same the same losers who called the Mo this morning. Oh, uh, how about the, the Big Valley? Yeah, we don't want to hear that again. Okay, we'll let you do it by fax. Because this is going to be very complicated and very scientific and a lot more accurate than the TV Guide. And to show you how inaccurate TV Guide is, if you go to their if you go to their website, which if you want to get their list, I'll I'll read their list in a minute in case you missed Mo and uh, Hank and everybody else who's uh, milked this thing. But uh, if you go to their website, you can find the list. And also, you can vote your own on there. And believe you me, the list from the public is nothing like the list that their experts at TV Guide came up with. Anyway, let's see. Uh, no phone calls, 205 on our poll yesterday. Too much reading. I thought there would be a lot more than that, only 89. That's like eight less than 8%. Didn't you think there would be more on that category? No. Too many priest stories, 79. Don't like the tone of the show, 75. That's where most of the bogus votes came in. Go Leafs go, 71. Oh. By the way, the front page of the uh, newspapers this morning, Matt Sundin may play tonight, don't hold your breath, you know. It's only three weeks since he broke the bone in his hand. He can't hold his stick. Stick, that is. But uh, I wouldn't. But nevertheless, we're praying we got our fingers crossed and the town is on fire. Uh, not enough comedy bits, 52, and too many comedy bits, 36. That was yesterday's poll, so it seems like uh, an awful lot of happy people out there, which is good. Oh. That's the way we like it, and if not... See ya. And, of course, some people would say, well, you know, the people who didn't like the reading of the stories and didn't like this, a lot of those people are gone. Well, guess what? Have a great life. Bye-bye. Like John McLaughlin would say, bye-bye. Now, speaking of an, a polls about TV, there's a separate poll. And this one, I'm not sure which one pisses me off the worst. This just frosts my fat ass. Ten years ago next week, Johnny Carson gave up the chair on NBC's Tonight Show and went quietly into retirement. But the man who made Carmack the Magnificent, Art Fern, and his razor-sharp nightly monologue part of the national landscape is far from forgotten, according to a new Gallup poll. This is George Gallup, the Republican right-wing pollster, who's a real asshole. According to a new Gallup poll, Carson is ranked the best late-night talk show host of all time. I have no problem with that, even though he's not. But I have no problem with the poll. That's expected. But the poll asked respondents to pick from six hosts, Carson... His successor, Jay Leno, with a stupid chin. Protégé, David Letterman. Predecessor, Steve Allen and Jack Parr. And competitor, Dick Cavett. Boy, Dick Cavett's a piece of crap, you know? I know. He's annoying. He's a twerp. Quite. But Carson was picked by 39% of the poll takers, well ahead of the 20% who picked Letterman, and the 16% who chose Leno. 6% chose Steve Allen. Parr and Cavett barely ranked at all. Now, I'm going to tell you something. A part of that has to do with age, I guess. But the old Jack Parr show, now Steve Allen was on before Jack Parr, so how can that be? But Steve Allen gets it because of his Sunday night show, which didn't make the top 50 in TV Guide, by the way. What a joke. What an infomnia. You assholes at TV Guide. You make me sick to my stomach. You make me want to puke my guts out. 
Anyway, Parr and Cabot barely ranked at all. Cabot, I can understand. He should. He was like a blip on a radar sc- a screen in his t- history of TV. I mean, he was on a lot, but he was always torpy and obnoxious, and everybody hated him. But Jack Parsha was great. He had Alexander King and Dodie Goodman, all these great characters who used to be on the show all the time. Jack Parr was sensational. Gallup editor-in-chief Frank Newport was somewhat uh, surprised by the results. We might expect younger Americans are more skewed toward appeal for Leno and Letterman, he said on CNN Live today. You can see, however, Carson, who does better in the older group, still has 26% of the 18- to 29-year-olds who say he's their favorite of all time. Many in that age group, Newport added, were teenagers or younger when Carson left the year in 1992. Now, let's see. He's been off the year for nine year, ten years. Ten years. So if they're like 18 to 29, well, I, I guess. Because 18, they would have been eight years old when he went off the year. Not too interested in that kind of programming. No. And, and not too many of them up at that time of night. See what I'm saying? Yes. Right. So, like, if they were, if they, if they, like, 20, they would have been 10. No, 10-year-olds weren't watching Johnny Carson or any show late at night. No. If they were, like, uh, four, uh, let's see, 22, they'd have been 12. So this is bogus again, see? They're just saying it because uh, he's a big name, he's famous, and everybody knows, here's Johnny. They know that crap. But don't give me the song and dance about 26% of 18 to 20. Even 29-year-olds, they were, like, 19. I can see that. When you start staying up, like, past 1130 at night, when you're, like, 15, 16? Yeah. So this is crap. It's bull crap. It's bogus again. <laughs> Meanwhile, despite Jay Leno's rating successes tonight, Hosty's come under fire from TV critics for his lackluster interviews and rimshot monologue style. <laughs> too much rimming. Too much of the rimmer. The Gallup poll was conducted May 6th to 9th, 2002, with a sample size of 1,012. Jack Parr not showing up really frosts my ass in that business about 18 to 29-year-olds say Johnny Carson. They never saw Johnny Carson. Not only that, but his demos were getting older and older, if you recall. Kind of like Mike Ranieri. Exactly. So you know those young people weren't watching Johnny. They were watching Letterman, if anything. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just telling you, you got 26% of the 18 to 29-year-olds to show you how bogus these polls are. People will talk about our poll and how people diddle with our poll, et cetera, and so on. Even though they're unscientific, et cetera, and all the other stuff, I still think, uh, you know, they're just as valid as this other crap. In other words, they don't mean a hill of beans, but it's sure a lot of fun. So TV Guide decided, and I guess they picked them out of a hat they must have, just to piss everybody off. Just like People Magazine does the thing with the 50 most beautiful people in the world, and you look at it and either laugh or cry one or the other. I mean, at least two-thirds of those 50 people, you wouldn't look at a second time if they, like, uh, you know, crawled under your front door naked. You wouldn't even look at them a second time or first time till you kicked their ass out. So it's the same kind of a thing. It's just a list to get everybody talking and maybe a few extra people to buy TV Guide. No. Are we going to buy TV Guide this week? Uh, no. no. Why the hell do you have to do that? I got the list right here. And you can go to their website and get it all for free. And then you can vote on there. And by the way, not, well, let's see, what, where is it on their list? To show you how different their list is, because they're letting the public vote online. You can go to tvguide.com slash 50th. tvguide.com slash 50th. Number 43 on their list happens to be, so far in the uh, public voting, number one by a landslide with the public. How do you like that, huh? What I tell you about that, Michael Landon? Thank you. Bonanza's uh, winning hands down your pants. We'll get to that in a second. We can kill some good time with this the next three days. He- Thank you, Mo. Thank you, Hank. Hey, what's wrong with that? We're the, we're the poll people. We got the poll position. 
Speaking of the pole position, join the overnight guys. Join Mark tomorrow morning, 7 to 9, the Dunkin' Donuts at 399 South State Road 7, just a half mile south of Atlantic Boulevard. Stop by and try to win some of our usual crappy QAM prizes. That's with Joe and Mark at Dunkin' Donuts in Pompano tomorrow morning. So like on your way to work or on your way to the track to like uh, muck out the stalls. If you want a fantastic meal and a great atmosphere, the Armadillo Cafe is just that place. They're an institution in South Florida. In fact, every time you read about the top restaurants in South Florida, we're talking about rated by people who know great food. Armadillo Cafe is on the top of the list. And now Armadillo Cafe is in their great new location, 3400 South University Drive, just south of 595 in Davie in the Pizza Lot Plaza. Can I say that? Right where Sadie's Buffet used to be? Why not? I just said that. The food at Armadillo Cafe is sensational. We're talking about really gourmet stuff. Start out with an appetizer like the tequila grilled shrimp with corn cakes or the tempura island princess conch. Then order one of their terrific spinach salads with glazed pecans or the pistachio-crusted mozzarella salad with lemon basil dressing. The entrees are prepared with the best and the freshest ingredients. Try the pan-seared yellowtail snapper with roasted peppers or the sea bass with sweet corn and veal glaze. Choose from dozens of other mouth-watering entrees on the big menu. And for dessert, sample the Armadillo creme brulee. Have you ever had that? No. Oh, my God. That is so good. It would just make you pee in your pants. Or warm chocolate fritters covered in hot fudge. Oh, God. Call Armadillo Cafe for reservations. Call 954-423-9954. That's 954-423-9954. Voted one of the best restaurants in Broward for the past 14 years in a row. Armadillo Cafe. It's smoke-free, and there's plenty of free parking as well as complimentary valet parking. Check them out on the web, too, at armadillocafe.com. And be sure and tell them that old Neil sent you in. They'll take great care of you, and you'll eat in style. It's a sensational restaurant, one of the best anywhere in your neck of the woods at the Armadillo Cafe. Seven. Call now. No portion of this program may be reproduced without the express written permission of WQAM BZ Broadcast Group, Incorporated. Hello? How do you like that? I go rushing out there. My cell phone rings in the other room. I go rushing out there, and it's some bitch with the wrong number. I thought we were had one more spot to go, but it was more exciting this way, you know? Okay. How long we were dead air? Like about uh, five seconds? Two seconds. Oh, damn it. Five would have been more exciting. Well, sorry about that, but the cell phone was ringing. I figured it had to be something really important. It was some bitch with the wrong goddamn number. Hi, Brian. Is uh, Tootsie there? Some crap like that. Damn Freaking bitch. What kind of crap is that, anyway? You're a bastard. Yeah, I know. Well, anyway, that gives us more time, okay, for us. The 50 greatest shows of all time, which we're milking on QAM, because let's face it, on the sports shows, is there any sports going on that anybody cares about except hockey? Of course, the Stanley Cup playoffs, the big Leafs-Ottawa game here at the Air Canada Center tonight. Canadians folding up like an accordion. They're done. Colorado and uh, San Jose, they're all tied up. But nevertheless, oh, look at that. Oh, I just missed the tail end oh. of the uh, Stanley Cup playoff. Do you hear that? You, you, you I recognize that note. So anyway, we're going to do our own poll here today. So Eric, just relax, okay? Have a big fat stogie. Enjoy a couple of uh, omelets, whatever the hell you're doing. I hear that the Beast, the rumor is the Beast has lost a lot of weight. That's the rumor. How's he doing it? <laughs> Magic. <laughs> oh, man, that Mo, he really is something, you know. He is a real clown. Roman Catholics in Aurelia. In Nova Scotia, as a matter of fact, right up here, well, way to the east, are speaking highly of a retired priest who's being investigated by Nova Scotia police following allegations of sexual abuse. Oh, my God. He's a wonderful man and has done an awful lot of good in our parish. Mark Rowland, a member of the local Guardian Angels Parish, said of Father Hugh MacDonald. He was exceptionally good at handling funeral masses, the sick and the elderly in the parish, and he'll be sorely missed. 
While officially retired, McDonald carried out some duties at the Guardian Angels Parish. The priest has been relieved of those duties and will not be living at the rectory while he's under investigation, parishioners were told yesterday. It's our understanding that Father McDonald has denied the allegations. Parishioners are asked to keep him in their prayers at all times, said parish priest Father Edwin Galea. McDonald, 79, has been investigated by Cape Breton police after a Cape Breton. Did I say Breton? Yes. Cape Breton police after a British Columbia man who committed suicide left a note alleging that a priest sexually abused him about 30 years ago. David Martin, 39, was an altar boy in the 70s at a church in New Waterford, Nova Scotia, where McDonald was a priest. Cape Breton police say they have received four more written complaints from citizens alleging sexual attacks by a priest while there were children in or near New Waterford. In other words, this old coot, this old child molesting piece of turd. I just mentioned that, you know, we've got to intersperse some of this good news in between all the other good stuff, in between this ponderous thing with the TV shows. But you look at the list, which I'll read their list, and then we'll... I think what we're going to do is divide it into three days. Take 17, because you can't divide 50 by 3 even, but 17 is pretty close. We'll take, like, for the top 17 and put those on our list. Okay. And then we'll take, like, a bunch of others from the audience. Then tomorrow we'll take, like, the top uh, whatever... 17 survivors from that, and then we'll put... You see what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. And then we'll combine, like, the runoff on uh, Thursday. So here's the list from uh, TV Guide. Give, fasten your seatbelt, if you haven't heard it. The 50 greatest shows of all time. Based on what? Based on their uh, hysteria. Based on them picking them out of a hat. Picking them out of their Rectum. ass. Seinfeld. I mean, see, you see that right off the bat, and to me, I just think, why? You know? Why? That's like saying the Rascal House is the best restaurant in South Florida. Same thing, Seinfeld. I Love Loosely, number two. Honeymooners, number three. All in the Family, four. Sopranos, five. 60 Minutes, number six. The Late Show with David Letterman, number seven, which is just uh, a slap in the face to me. The Simpsons, number eight. The Andy Griffith Show is number nine. Good old Andy Griffith, number nine. Oh, my God. Huh? Like I told you before the show, Matlock would have been an improvement over the Andy Griffith Show. Does that make you want to gag or what? Seriously, it's just uh, it's inane on the face of it. Where the hell did they come up with this crap? What are the criteria? Oh, oh my God. Hokey and a pokey and... Uh, Send him to Pahokee. That's the ninth best show. If that was, if Seinfeld was the best show and and uh, Andy Griffith was the ninth best show in the history of television, I'd put a goddamn boulder, not just a rock. I'd put a boulder through my screen right now. That's how that frosts my fat ass. And granted, you can argue about this all day, which is what makes it a little bit of fun. But Andy Griffith show is number nine. Saturday Night Live ten. The Mary Tyler Moore Show eleven. Because everybody feels sorry for Mary. She's had a rough life. Tonight Show, starring Johnny Carson, number 12. The Dick Van Dyke Show, number 13. <laughs> Hill Street Blues, then the Ed Sullivan Show is 15. Carol Burnett Show, the Today Show is 17. I could do a whole hour screaming about the Today Show. How how can you put that on there? Because the Today Show is like uh, Matt Lauer and Katie Couric, about as boring as vanilla pudding. And, of course, the Today Show in the beginning was uh, also boring as vanilla pudding, with uh, Dave Garraway and Frank Blair and Jack Lascouli and the little chimpanzee. And it's gone through a 100,000 different incarnations over the years, including uh, Joe Daggiola and a whole bunch of illiterate people. So how can the Today Show be the uh, 17th best show in the history of television? I mean, what show are we even talking about, right? Right. Exactly. Cheers, number 18. That'll make little Tommy happy. 30-something, 19, St. Elsewhere, Friends, ER, Nightline, 23rd. Oh, Jesus, God. Talk about a bunch of pseudo-intellectuals who must have put this crap together. 
Law and Order 24th, MASH 25, the Twilight Zone 26, which is where the survey belongs. Sesame, Sesame Street is number 27? Come on now. If you're going to put a kid show on, let, let me just right off the bat, I was going to save this. If you're going to put a kid show on list, which this doesn't even make the list, and you're going to make 20, Sesame Street number 27, how about... Hey kids, what time is it? Bastards. Buffalo Bob's rolling in his grave, boys and girls. Oh, well, ho, dee duty kids, and howdy, Buffalo Bob. Well, howdy, Mr. Duty, and boys and girls at home and kids in the gallery, let's go. I'll tell you one thing, Mr. Bluster's rolling in his grave, too, and also Princess Winterfall, Summer Spring, and Clarabelle. Pissed off. I mean, you're putting Sesame Street on a par with Howdy Duty? Well, I never saw Howdy Duty. So uh, what the hell do you know then? I saw uh, Everyone Sesame grew up Street. With Sesame it's not in, it's Everyone not in the same it. league with Howdy Doody. Howdy Doody was like uh, bigger than God. It's still bigger on than the life air. itself. It has the muffler. Oh, folk. No, no, you don't understand. This is the 50 greatest shows of all time. You punk. You putz. By the way, it's in English. Okay, Pasa USA is not on here, but I get my vote though. Anyway, so uh, Cosby Show is 28. Donahue 29. Your show of shows that was Sid Caesar 30. The Defenders 31. American, American, the, the Defenders 31? What the hell's the Defenders? It's nothing. It was boring. What is it? The Defenders, you know, uh, Emma Peel and the guy with the derby with the bowler and the umbrella. Ah! Oh, I'm getting a headache. American Family 32, and nobody has any idea what that show is. Anybody there know what it is? Nope. We don't. We haven't even got an idea what American Family is or was. You'd have to look at that TV book that's sitting around there, because I don't have one here. I got my movies and my music stuff. I didn't get no TV book. Playhouse 90 is 33rd. Fraser 34. Roseanne 35. The Fugitive 36. The X Files 37. Now here's one that just it, it just infuriates me. It just makes me want to scream. The Larry Sanders Show, with the obnoxious, disgusting Gary Shandling, a walking tribute to anti-Semitism. I guess they like people like that. I'm surprised that Annie's not on here. It wasn't they bad. Love, uh, they love Jerry Seinfeld, and they love uh, the Larry Saunders Show. Larry Sanders. Sanders. Whatever the hell his name is. It wasn't was. a bad Gary show Shandling. for a while there. Larry Sanders Show is, he's the Antichrist. The Rockford Files, 39. Gunsmoke, 40. Buffy and the Vampire Slayer, 41, which, by the way, is number two in the public list. Behind Bonanza. They say it's number 41. Uh, Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In, 42, which should have been much higher. Bonanza, 43, which, like I said, is number one with the public so far in their survey. Bob Newhart Show. Just, uh, I mean, Bob Newhart, he's like uh, the George McGovern of comedy. Forty-fourth, Twin Peaks, 45. Star Trek, The Next Generation, 46. Rocky and His Friends, which uh, I guess that was the name of the show. We thought it was Rocky and Bullwinkle. Apparently. 47, Taxi 48, The Oprah Winfrey Show, They Like Fat Disgusting Broads, like I said, that's uh, 49th, and Bewitched was 50. Now, I've got my own list of shows that they don't have on there, and then you can fax us your lists, okay? But that's the 50 picked by TV Guide, picked by the experts, the perverts of TV Guide, as the 50 best TV shows of all time. Anybody buying it? No. They make me sick at TV Guide. Thank God I don't buy their crappy magazine. 
927 at 560 WQM. Here's something else I don't buy, but you sure that's champion light. I don't buy it because I get it for free. Damn it, you bastard, you cheap, uh, yeah, that's right. And they keep shipping it up here and I keep sucking it down. I got some right over here, right behind me. Some uh, fruit punch, as a matter of fact. If you're feeling a little fruity, it's for you. Six delicious champion light flavors, and as we've been telling you for a long time, this is the good stuff, man. This is the sports drink you want to start guzzling down because unlike Gatorade and the other sports drinks that are loaded with sugar and calories and carbohydrates, which you're trying to get rid of, champion light doesn't have any of that stuff in there. No calories, no carbs, no crap, no caffeine, just great good taste and all the electrolytes you could possibly need, too. So get yourself the real sports drink that's catching on like wildfire. Now available in six delicious flavors with new and improved taste, by the way. It comes in grape and fruit punch, lemon lime, orange, and, of course, the two new flavors, black raspberry or blue raspberry, whatever the hell I call it, and lemonade as well. And don't forget you can sample the Champion Light flavors this Saturday for free. Free, that's the operative word. Join Dolphin quarterback Jay Fiedler, who's all over the place at the new Walmart Superstore, 3801 Turtle Creek Drive in Coral Springs, 1030 to 2 this coming Saturday. Or if you want to find a store where you actually can buy it with, like, real cash, just look up their website at championlight.com. That's champion. And Rockies tonight from Coors Field in Colorado. Coming starts at 830 on Sports Radio 560 QAM. Neil Rogers got Saturday night on CBS, Edith is back from the dead. It's the 20th anniversary of All in the Family. Oh, rookie dad, if it ain't Dom DeLuise. Daddy, don't be such a poo. Oh, jeez, now whatever happened to my little girl? Look at this. Why don't you push yourself away from the table, huh? Maybe have a salad once in a while? Daddy, don't you know how many of the world's people have never had a decent meal? Again with the charity spielage. Well, it's true. So why don't you send them the bones from the turkey you had for breakfast, oh. huh, butter boy? <laughs> I thought she was pushing up daisies by now. Oh, no, Archie. The last episode was all a bad dream. Didn't seem so bad to me. Look, who was your back there, Edith? Brush the date off. You can give me another beer. Huh? Oh, okay. The 20th anniversary of All in the Family, Saturday night on CBS. Brought to you by IBS Home Correspondence School, where you can learn auto mechanics, gun repair, yeah, how that could not be uh, in the top five beats a hell of me. What was it? Or wasn't the top five? It was number four. Like I said, how that could not be number one just uh, astonishes me. Do you have any doubt? No, better than uh, Seinfeld and I Love Lucy, certainly. And the Honeymooners? And the Honeymooners. Right. Well, those are the respect. ones that beat in this survey. Well, let me take a look right now on the uh, poll by the public. I'm not talking about ours because we haven't done it yet, okay? Just relax. The one that they're doing a TV guide where the public can vote. But Anz is number one with 23% of the votes. They got about 60,000 votes. Buffy the Vampire Slayer's got 17% in a very strong second place. How do you like that? Which means a lot of punks are getting on there and voting? Indeed. Huh? Yes, punks. Are you making guttural sounds again? No. What? Can you not hear me? You went, eh, like that. No. The X-Files, 9%. Well, that's what came across up here. You went, eh, like that. That's what I heard. I think your eh. mic switch is screwed up again. Right. X-Files is third with 9%, and then we got a tie for fourth. Seinfeld and The Simpsons each have 7%. Friends has got 4%, as does MASH and I Love Loosely. Did Friends make the uh, top 50? Oh, yeah, 21st. Uh, Star Trek The Next Generation has got 3%. The Andy Griffith Show has got 2%. That was their number nine show. 
Also 2% for Cheers, The Cosby Show, all, all of the families only got 2%? Absolutely correct, sir. Oh, my God. That is enough to make me want to just give this up. ER, 2%. 60 Minutes, 1%. Law and Order, 1%. David Letterman, 1%. Soprano is only 1%. Uh, Johnny Carson, all of these had 1%. Johnny Carson, Saturday Night Live, uh, Twin Geeks, Carol Burnett Show, The Honeymooners, Mary Tyler Moore had 1%. Also with 1%, Dick Van Dyke, Twilight Zone, and with less than 1%, Ed Sullivan, Sesame Street, Frasier, Hill Street Blues, Bewitched, Your Show of Shows, uh, Roseanne, St. Elsewhere Taxi, and uh, Rockford Files, and Gunsmoke, and The Bob Newhart Show, and Rowan and Martin's Laughing, and The Oprah Winfrey Show, and The Fugitive, and The 30-something. And Larry, uh, Larry Sanders' show had 0%, less than 1%. Today's show also less than 1%. Nightline less than 1%. An American family, nobody knows what the hell that is. Has anybody told you what that is yet? No, no and I forgot to go get the book because I was pissing. Oh. I'll go get Boy, it. Boy, a lot of, lot of peeing and crapping going on with this guy every morning, early in the morning and all through the show. Peeing and crapping and crapping and, and after peeing. the show. Let's see. Here's a fact that says Defenders was about lawyers with E.G. Marshall and Robert Reed. Oh, poor Robert Reed. He's still dead. And guess what? So is E.G. Marshall. So I don't remember that show. Yeah, I was I misspoke. I was thinking of the Avengers with Emma Peel. Oh yeah, with that yeah, I know. Avengers, Defenders, whatever. That was okay. Crap. Yeah, how come neither LA Law nor Knott's Landing made the list when especially didn't we talk about this just the other day that Knott's Landing was the longest running uh, nighttime soap in the history of TV? That's what you said. No, that's not what I said. That's a fact. That's a freaking fact, mister. You better check your facts. You better know your long running nighttime soaps, mister. Because you sure don't. How's the bridge tender doing? He's still dead. I think we better take calls on this today, because faxes is going to be too long and ponderous, you know? You don't have to screen him. Don't get all panicky. Don't get grouchy, Miguel. As soon as I mention anything about calls, he gets very upset. Starts throwing the darts at the Castro dartboard. By the way, how about Jimmy and uh, Fidel, huh? Up in the tree, K-I-S-S-I-N-G. They're doing it, man. I got some stuff on that which we might get to or not, as the case may be. Might have to take calls on this for our list, so we can compile this the right way. But see, the, the, what they're doing is they're only letting people vote. Now, is the fugitive on here? Yeah, they're only letting people vote on the same 50 on the TV guide list. And the result, as you can hear, is just dramatically different. I mean, if we only restricted to those 50, look at all. My list that I've already got here, for example, Steve Allen show on Sunday night. I mean, it's got to be in the top 10. Maybe the funniest, <coughs> funniest show in the history of television. Dragnet. Do you doubt that? No, I don't. I found uh, an American Family, by the way. Is that what it was called? An American Family. American Family. A PBS show from January '73 through March '73. Controversial documentary series chronicling the lives of members of the Loud family of Santa Barbara, California. And on and on. Never heard of it. Me. Either. Oh, and it was on PBS. There you go. Well, that's the kind of crap that they would put on there. It's a sued thing, just like putting Nightline on here. Nobody watches Nightline. Christ, they're, they're desperate to get that uh, geek with a bad wig off the air. They're, they're dying to get Koppel off the air. They just uh, couldn't get Letterman. they got nothing else to put on. Nobody watches Nightline. They say they watch Nightline. Anyway, Dragnet Studio. See, if you're going to put Playhouse 90, which I, I agree belongs on there, although it's way before your time, there were other great shows like that. Studio One, Omnibus with the Alistair Cook. Great shows. Uh, and how about they left off Perry Mason, Hawaii Five-O, Howdy Doody, like I said moments ago, and and they left off Mission Freaking Impossible. Is there any doubt in your mind that that belongs on there? No. Okay. 
Oh, we got one call on here. I guess they don't believe I'm taking calls. Hello. Are you taking calls today? I might. Did you hear about the, the another pedophile priest at St. Helens in Lauderdale Lakes? No, but uh, see, there you go. See what I'm talking about? I'm doing a thing here. We're compiling a list. I have not one call on this on, on the board, and this guy wants to tell me about pedophile priests in Lauderdale Lakes. And the first fax that you sent me is a long, long thing about this. Uh, I got it right here. Two ex-altar boys sued their former priest in the Archdiocese of Miami on Monday, accusing the Reverend John Luca of reporting. Remember Luca? My name is Luca. I'll worry about Luca. The Reverend John Luca of repeatedly sexually abusing them in the late 1970s while they attended St. Helen Catholic School in Lauderdale Lakes. Stephen Calvert and Scott Mellinson, both 37, filed suit in Date Circuit Court against their former priest and the Archdiocese, which owns and operates the school alleging assault, battery, infliction of emotional distress, and other harm. The suit accuses Luca of ingratiating himself with the boys' families and then molesting them, starting in 1976 at his Fort Lauderdale home, and then during overnight religious retreats and a summertime cross-country trip in 1978. And this goes on for pages and pages and pages and pages. I mean, if you want to hear about child molesting priests all day, we can do that, but I don't think so. No, not all day. I don't. I prefer not to do that. I mean, I've got 7,000 more stories. I've got the story about court orders archdiocese to turn over Father Shanley's medical records, which we'll get to, but, you know, enough is enough already. It becomes like a magnificent obsession. It becomes a ridiculous. And guess what, George? People in our position, especially you. <laughs> Let's see. It says, here's one. It says, I guess I was a cultist because these were probably cult series. Northern Exposure. It was on there. You read it through the, uh, on the 50 best. That yeah, TV I thought it picked. was on there. That's why I was just but pausing definitely, to look definitely here. a sued cult thing. Northern Exposure. I don't see it in the uh, second part. Could it possibly have been in the... Uh, I don't think so. I don't see no northern freaking exposure. In the first list that you read, it was on there. No, wait. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I just thought you did. <laughs> Woo! This is going to be sensational, boys and girls. This man is losing it. See, you had me talked into it. And I'm looking and I'm looking and I'm looking. No, it was There's a no suit freaking thing. northern exposure. You There's not even no southern list. exposure no. on here. It was definitely a, a niche thing. Yeah, niche. I got your niche. He also says the hitchhiker. He said the hitcher, which is a movie with C. Thomas Howell and Rucker Howard, but he means the hitchhiker. The hitchhiker, which was a cable series. And what about Columbo? I'm putting Columbo on there. What's wrong with that? Don't you agree? He was something. He was a character. No, right? I, um, uh, and soap. Somebody says soap, and I think that'll get some votes too. I'm, mar I'm marking that down. Good one. Thank you very much, sir. Two out of three ain't bad. What about Northern Exposure? Twenty till ten at five sixty WQAM. Calling on dry concepts to do a miracle on your floor. That's right. They'll do it for you. It's springtime again, which means one thing. It's time to eliminate your carpets of those dirt and germs and dust and all kinds of horrible things that get deep in there that cause allergies to flare up. It's time to call the best in the business, my good friends at Dry Concepts. Their technicians are schooled and certified by the Institute of Inspection, Cleaning, and Restoration. In other words, to make a long story short, they know their crap. They do a spectacular job. And they always give you a written guaranteed price before they start doing the work. And by the time they get done, your carpets look and smell and feel just like brand new, like you just had them laid on your floor, which is why I've been using them in my house for over 20 years, and you should be doing it too. Don't get fooled by those 5.99 specials that leave your carpet soaked for two days, and they wind up soaking you with a big bill at the end of the job. Like I said, a written guaranteed price before they start working with dry concepts, and a superior, unbelievable job each and every time. You can depend on it. So treat yourself and your carpets to a spring cleaning right now, today, in Broward. Call 954-370-7778. 954-370-7778. In Dater Palm Beach, call them toll-free, 1-800-248-5071. 1-800-248-5071. Clean today, entertain tonight.
from Mark Light Stadium. Coverage gets underway at 7 on Sports Radio 560. QAM. Oh my God, your breasts are beautiful. through a Playboy magazine, you'll see my older sister on the pages in between. I've just been told a million copies have been sold. My sister is a centipede. show you can. Daddy says you've lost your mind. And I think Bubbles just went blind. Jermaine, Tito, Janet too. They all think you've ruined us. But I don't care what they all think. Latoya, you just mooned us. Your body looks just like my own, but I would need some silicone. Oh no, I can't deny it. Oh yeah, I think I'm gonna try it. Call Dr. Gold and tell him to make up a mold. I'm gonna be a centiphone. Yeah, he's feeling the change. 946 at 560 WQM. Here's the list that says Married with Children, the Brady Bunch, Mr. Red, and the Munsters. Although it says the Monsters. The Munsters. Any of those? Any of those for you, think? For the best? I don't think No, we're have... doing the worst, George. Yeah, for the best. For the top I'm 50 of all time. For the I don't best. think they have a chance. Any one of Married them. Married with Children, I would say absolutely not. Brady Bunch? Uh, uh, no. Mr. Red? Now, there's something we can sink our teeth into. Hello. Don't... Don't sell him short, Mr. Ed. Hello. I'm Mr. Ed. Rectum. Oh! A horse is a horse, of course, of course. And no one can talk to a horse, of course. That is, of course, unless the horse is the famous Mr. Ed. Who was it? What was his name? I, I want to say Alan Alda, but of course he was in MASH. What was that silly guy's name that was in uh, Mr. Ed? Wilbur? No, no, I'm not talking about that on the show. What I don't was know the, the actor's uh, the actor? name. Oh, come on. Let's get with it here, okay? Let's get somebody that knows something before goddamn Chia's. So also on my list, let's see, Mission Impossible, Milton Berle. Making your way in the world today. Get out of here with that crap. Milton Berle, which I heard Howie was uh, whining about this morning. And you're right. You're right, Mo. Milton Berle could uh, absolutely, should be in the top ten. He was like the pioneer. He was like, uh, you know, and what was the name of that show? It was called the Texaco something. But people would know it by the Milton Berle show. That's what we're putting on there. And how about Alfred Hitchcock? How about him? Alfred Hitchcock presents. You don't think that was one of the top of the show in history of television? Sure. Oh my God! Alfred Hitchcock presents. And I dream a genie. I liked it. Sacrilegious not to have that on there. And leave it to Beaver.
I mean, it was no Today Show, but it sure was more entertaining to a lot of us, so I'll tell you that. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Uh, Monday Night Football with Howard Cosell. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, WQAM. <laughs> How you doing, Neil? <laughs> okay, do you know who that was? That was one of the oldest chronics in the history of our market. Sir, I'm serious. Hey, congratulations on the lease. Uh, I, I got a couple of uh, shows. Yes, Getting sir. Mm. Okay. Uh, uh, the Three Stooges. Yeah. Uh, Mutual of Omaha. Remember that show? Oh, yeah. That no, wasn't the name of the show, though. It was called Wild, Wild, Kingdom. Wild Kingdom. Wild Kingdom yeah, with Wild uh, Kingdom. with Tony Perkins or some per... What was Marlon, the name of Perkins? Marlon Perkins. Marlon Perkins, yeah. I used to like that show. And, uh, I mean, not, not that these are my favorites, you know, but I think that they're, you know, some pretty good shows as time went on. And Tarzan. Tarzan. How about Que Pasa, USA? Come on. Que Pasa, <laughs> USA. I know you liked it. No, I, I, I like Miami Vice, though. Okay, see ya. Well, what a bad list he had, huh? Hey, nobody's yeah. perfect. <laughs> Tarzan, let's hear it! Was that a series? Oh! Well, he, uh, yes, it was a series. Oh, that. He liked Tarzan oh, better than, uh, my good close personal friend, what's his name there? Rocky Echevarria. Because he was a little more macho than Rocky, I guess. Although Rocky said, Stephen Bauer said that he never had a homosexual experience. He told us that right on the show. Let's drop a few names here, okay? 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T. And Verizon Wireless Line. By the way, Eric, if you're trying to figure this all out, forget about it. <laughs> you won't be able to do it. You got no chance because we're compiling, okay? We're compiling. Later on, we'll get around to it. I'm going to we'll get to Father. Fax it. You're going to fax what? The list. I'll write it down nice and neat and fax it to him. Well, see, what we're going to do is we're going to take the top 17 from the uh, TV Guide 50, as uh, weak as they are, some of them. We'll take those and then we'll put in a whole bunch of ours and then we'll take the survivors from uh, that and then we'll, uh, you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. I missed number we'll 12, the next... by the way. Number 12 is The Tonight Show starring Johnny Carson. Okay. Which even a punk like you, I think, would be able to remember that. I remember Johnny. Here's Johnny. Even though a 10-year-old kids were staying up late at night to watch Johnny, not... See, I hate to break the news to you, but the Jack Parr show was a hundred times better than Johnny Carson ever would dream of being. But, you know, that's just one man's opinion. It happens to be true, but it's, uh, yeah, a 50 million times more entertaining. But that's just the way it goes, boys and girls. goes to show you, state of mind counts for a lot. State of mind. Like the Forge, for example. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Yeah, how you doing, Neil? I'm doing great. Uh, just a question about the show last night. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get to watch it, and I really wanted to, but I forgot it was on. Which, what network was it on? You mean the show about this? Yeah, the show about the shows. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a show about it. I didn't see it. You didn't get to see it last night either? No, and, and it had no Come idea on. it was even going to be on. <laughs> Come on, what? It wasn't your favorite show, The Jefferson's. You, I know you love that show. Oh, the Jeffersons. Excellent. That, excellent. That is, excellent. That is the best show. Well, it's certainly in the top five. I'll guarantee you that. Okay. Well, at least you agree and, with that. And I can even give you one of the best lines in the it, show. It was, it, was no, it was no Bill Cosby show, thank God. Oh, God. That, Bill Cosby? That's nothing. Fat Albert was better with Bill Cosby. Right. 
<laughs> no, You're right. There was a great line. There was a great line in the Jeffersons once where George was trying to explain to somebody how to how to you know go back and forth with comments, and he said to Florence, he said, "Your cooking tastes like dog food." And Florence said, "That's because I'm cooking for a chihuahua." <laughs> <laughs> Excellent choice, sir. God bless you. God bless America. Oh, excellent choice. How could we forget that? I mean, there's only 8 million shows here, but how could we forget that one? I feel bad, but I'm glad he called in. See, it's worth taking the calls. That guy wasn't going to fax that in. This is one of those days when we need to be taking calls, and this ought to pacify, at least for the time being, those uh, malcontents who voted on our report yesterday. Let's see, how many we got? 18.6%. No phone calls, Well, we got phone calls today including that first one. See, and that's what bothers me, because it throws you off, you know. I set the stage for what we're going to do, and the first call right out of the box, and he has no way of knowing you just faxed me that story about the priest. Right. He has no way of knowing that. But nevertheless, uh, what what is that, you know? What, what kind of a response is that to what I'm talking about? You see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. Good. WQAM. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil? Yes. The name of the Milton Berle show, I think, was the Texaco Star Theater. That's correct. And I think the guy that played Mr. Ed was Alan Hale, Jr. Was that his name? No. Alan Young. Alan, Alan Young. Alan Young? Right. Hmm. Let me okay. say it again. Alan Hale, Alan Jr. Young. was the skipper on Gilligan's Island. There you go. Ah, you're absolutely See, it's not even 10 right. o'clock, and you're learning already on a very educational show. Thank you very much, sir, and have a great life. Alan Young is right. See, and I saw Alan Alda, so I was half right, right? And he looked a little like Alan Alda, kind of torpy, kind of annoying. MASH was number 25. That did please me that it wasn't higher than that. I thought it would be, in, like, in the top five. And you'll notice. Now, how did it, how did it come? Let me just take a quick look with the public, because I don't remember here. Let's see. MASH? It wasn't doing that great with the public. But, again, keep in mind, it looks to me like... Uh, on this website, uh, although Bonanza, see Bonanza and Buffy and Buffy the Vampire Slayer, to me that's not like uh, there's no connection there. So it's either a bunch of old farts and a bunch of punks. I think that's what it is, both. All the old farts, a lot of old farts and a lot of punks. Although guess what, punks don't read TV Guide. No. So there was there was a show on last night about this. Did you know that? No, there was no show. That's what he thinks you're talking about. The caller thought you got this from some TV show. No. Even though you said it's it from a, a TV from a guide. poll, sir, in TV Guide. In the, see, well, he don't read TV Guide. He's got good taste. He likes the Jeffersons, and he doesn't like TV Guide. Nice going, sir, all the way around. 957 at 560, WQM. The Beast is losing weight almost 30 pounds already. How? I, and we know where he's lost it, too. Some shows, they can't figure out how he's losing all that weight. 
But anyway, it's from A Balance for Life. That's right. Get yourself into bathing suit shape for the summertime. You can do it in time for summer, all depending on how much weight you have to lose, with the Weight Loss Eat Healthy Gourmet Meal Delivery Service from Balance for Life. If you're too busy to eat the right foods, if you're sick and tired of walking into the supermarket and you have no idea what to buy that's not going to keep you fat, here's the answer for you, Balance for Life, because they take all the questions out of it. They bring you a little black sack by 6 in the morning every day. They bring it right to your door, to your home, to your work, wherever you're going to be at 6 and a.m., and they deliver to you three hormonally balanced gourmet meals, two delicious snacks, and even a 60-ounce bottled water. And all this is, um, uh, you know, based on the uh, Zone Diet by Dr. Barry Sears, which is very complicated, like I keep telling you, and it is, but they take the complication out because they do all the work in the figuring for you. The food is delicious, and the weight just melts off your body. And there's plenty to keep you satisfied all day long in your little black sack. They even let you choose between two alternatives for each meal each day that you're on a program. Everybody that I know who's tried Balance for Life has lost weight and they're happy campers, so why not you do too? Get in shape for summer starting right now. Lose the weight the easy way. The pounds melt right off. Call Balance for Life, 954-568-3229. That's 954-568-3229. Or check out their website at www.balanceforlife.com. And pretty soon, I guarantee you, look even... Three five 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 five. Thank you. The Neil Rogers Show on five sixty WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. I like it. I like it. There's a brand new network that's unlike the victory. Cause it's nothing but homosexuality. Right. If Will and Grace was once your favorite show, well, you ain't seen nothing yet, cause this channel will really blow. Here comes gay TV, full of naked handsome guys, it's totally free, full of squishers, bulls, and buys. Firefighters do. You'll see more bare butts than on NYPD Blue. If you're not homophobic, here's your chance to see a 30 minute show where nobody's wearing pants. Rectum. Ten oh two at five sixty WQM. Happy Tuesday to you. I'm not going to say anything more about Jimmy Carter than just read this short editorial from the New York Post today, which I think says everything needs to be said about sad old Jimmy Carter sucking up to the bearded one. It says poor Jimmy Carter forever truckling to foreign tyrants like Serbia's Milosevic, North Korea's Kim, and now Cuba's Castro. Is he hungry for a Nobel Prize, sainthood, or is it just attention he needs decades after his buffoonish presidency? Now, it's true that without the backing of the Soviet Union, Castroism is no longer the malignant threat it once was, either Latin American stability or the security of the U.S., and there may indeed be good reasons to reconsider America's embargo. However, it must not be forgotten that Castro's Cuba is still one of the planet's few remaining Stalinist regimes. It's still a totalitarian island jail where dissidents are imprisoned, tortured, and murdered, a place from which thousands of ordinary people risk their lives trying to escape. That's why any change in America's relationship with Cuba cannot be unilateral. The old dictator must make some serious concessions before the U.S. even thinks of softening its stance. It isn't all apparent that it isn't at all apparent that Carter understands this. 
On the contrary, so far he seems all too happy to allow himself to be used by Castro in his PR efforts to make Cuba look like a nice normal society unjustly bullied by the U.S. Unless the former president can overcome his has-been susceptibility to flattery and work up the courage to challenge Castro on behalf of the Cuban people, then this trip will only be encouraging the bearded old brute to the continuing despair of the political prisoners who rot in his dungeons. But Carter will keep his peace like the sad old man he has become. Oh, great editor on the New York Post today. Oh. Very good. Yeah, excellent. Do I know how to pick him or what, huh? Indeed. Too much reading, Neil. Too much reading. Yeah. Okay, get, get smart. No. Although, I don't know, top 50. I mean, I'm not saying I liked it because I didn't, but, you know, that might belong. And you know what else might belong on there? But you're going to laugh at me when I say this, okay. but it won't be the first time. I'm ready. Well, look, if 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 Bonanza, well, it's only number 43 on their list, but if Bonanza's leading the way in the public's voting so far on the TV Guide thing? Yes. Then how about the Waltons? Why would I laugh that? At was that? A, it was huge. It was incredibly it was, popular. It was, it was a big show. with, uh, And, of course, there was John Boy with a uh, big zit. In fact, he was way ahead of Enrique with that big uh, thing on his push. It's not a tumor. Right. The Waltons, I'm putting that on there, man, because it was a very, very big show. And uh, it was the same genre as Bonanza, with all due respect to Little Joe and Lauren Green and his dog food, you know. And Pernell Roberts. And Pernell Roberts, rest in peace. Boy, they're all dead. Dan Blocker's dead. They're all dead. It just dawned on me. It just hit me right there. Lauren Green, Pernell Roberts, Michael Landon, and um, Dan Blocker. They're all D-E-D, dead. Maybe that's why that show's number one. Maybe it's like a, uh, you know, sympathy vote. Huh? Well, let's see. Bewitched is already on there. It's number 50 on the uh, TV guard list. Uh, yeah, Dream of Genie, we got that in the Howdy Doody show. And, and Mr. Red, are they serious about Mr. Red? Come on. How about soap? We just said that, Big Arnie, chronic faxer. It says this show is way ahead of its time, cutting-edge humor about anything and everything. It's, uh, we got it. We got it. Thanks, Arnie. Do some work. So the Waltons, you agree with me on. This could be a first, folks. George just agreed with me on something. I two things. First, first yeah. a great editorial from the New York Post today about the uh, silly old man Jimmy Carter, and secondly about the uh, the Waltons. It had some uh, a quaint appeal, sort of a little house on the prairie kind of appeal to it. The Waltons. Uh oh, he said little house on the prairie. <gasps> Michael Landon. It's not on here. Why not? No, that's another well, one that I'm, was huge. I'm just telling you, it's not on here, so I'm writing it down. Little house on the freaking prairie. Okay, I almost said it. Little house on the uh, freaking prairie. And look, if we're going to put these on here, how about Apple's Way? <laughs> what? I sure liked Apple's Way, I'll tell you that. How's Vince Van Patten doing? Oh! Oh, man. He's still batting them balls around. He was a tennis player, you know, Vince Van Patten. And speaking of shows like that, how about uh, Eight Isn't Enough? Eight Inches Isn't Enough with uh, uh, Vince Van Patten no, and Dick, uh, what was his name? Dick, Dick Van, Van Patten. Patten. <laughs> I really hated well, that I, show. No, that's right. Vincent Van Patten wasn't in that show. It was Willie Ames was on that show. Right. Or was he on Family? No, family was um. His, the character's name was Willie. I don't know what okay, the actor's I, name was. That's right. I mixed those two shows up. I hated them both. And then next, you're going to be doing Seventh Heaven. We're going to put that on there. Okay, just just relax. That girl's okay. Cute. Jessica Biel's really cute. Yeah, and the two guys are cute on there too, but one's underage. But uh, nevertheless, see, there's one thing I like. A message I like to point to all you priests out there and young people who want to go to the seminary. There's nothing wrong. Just like when Brittany was 17, and I'm sure she was really hot when she was 16. It's okay to look. Okay, just don't touch. You can look. You can oogle. You can say, Ah, look at that. Someday it's going to be illegal, you know. But uh, don't touch. Don't touch. Isn't that pretty simple? I understand it. 
Yeah, it's like knowing the difference between looking and maybe can I can that be felt? You know, a, a little a touch and a feel. That's got to be like after you check the ID, okay? That's just the way it works in our society. If you want to go to Thailand and uh, whatever, go father, uh, go follow Father Shanley. Okay, let's uh, get some more for the list. I think this is going to work out. You know what? I could be wrong. WQAM. Neil, you stole my thunder there a little bit. Uh, well, not really thunder. I had a couple of eight is enough on my list and a uh, little house. And you were and you were serious? No. Well, the thing is, they were popular shows. I didn't like them, but my sisters always watched that crap. I hated those shows, <laughs> but I ended yeah. up having to watch them. Another yeah, one. Yeah, they probably for... watched the Partridge Family too and the Brady Bunch. Oh Bunch. God, not that show. What about Happy Days? Oh, Happy... excellent. How how can that not be on here? How can I, I'm so glad you mentioned that. I mean, you talk about some glaring omissions. And that show had a bunch and, of spinoffs from it, too. Right. Not that they were any jo- good. Joni loves Chachi. Hey, don't right. be knocking Scott Bayo, man. <laughs> That's right. Hey, Laverne and Shirley. <clears throat> Laverne and Squirrely, even though I hated it like poison, it certainly belongs on here. You know, this is a crappy list, you know what? Yeah, it was pretty pathetic what they put on there. And do you remember from uh, Police Squad, did you ever see those shows? With Leslie Nielsen and George Kennedy? It was what they got... Uh, that the the movies from it the naked, right. naked gun right. movies those, naked gun those movies shows were show. funny they yeah were they were really on for like about shows. five weeks or something yeah I know. it didn't last very long I know you hate Benny Hill but that show is pretty funny no I, I don't hate Benny Hill I don't think I ever watched it but Steve yeah. Allen you're right that was a funny show I'm putting Benny Hill on there because it was huge all right thank you thank you it was sure better than uh, bigger than American Family which I have no idea what the hell that was are you are you writing these down or what Sort of. I want you to catch me up from where their list left off and your list picked up. Well, the last one on their list was the Today Show was number 17, which right. is pretty embarrassing. Got that. Uh, see, what we're doing, in case you're joining us in midstream, which uh, you should be shot if you're doing that. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Uh, uh, is we're taking the 50 top list from the TV Guide, and uh, we're dividing it up in three parts, 17, 17, and uh, uh, 16. Okay. And then we're taking our own that you people are suggesting that George and I are putting on there. Miguel would put some on there, too, but all he had was Que Pasa USA. And um, and then we're like uh, going to have a runoff each day, and then we'll take the uh, top seventeen that survive, and we'll put it up against the bunch. You see what I'm saying? I get it. Just to verify, Good. number seven is yes. the Late Show with David Letterman. Okay. How come we don't have the David Letterman theme? I w- you know something? I don't even know what what his theme I, is. I don't either. Does Miguel? Miguel probably watches that crap. I mean that show. I don't know if it has a name. Except. I don't. David I can't Letterman think of theme, it. Maybe. The David Letterman theme. No, I don't. Well, let's call up Don Pardo and find out. And didn't he change it when he changed his show? I, I don't know. I don't see. I know this is going to sound tacky, but I don't watch David Letterman. I have I watched David Letterman. Years. I have no interest. I've seen him throw the pencil through the window enough times. I've seen the stupid pet tricks, and I saw Dan Rather getting all choked up on there. You know, and uh, that was enough for me. And don't play that thing, okay? We don't want to be like, uh, <laughs> you know, be smirching Dan Rather's image on CBS <laughs> when he choked up there and got all emotional on. Uh, David Letterman. I mean, Brokaw got uh, all choked up too, but nobody cared because he's so got a. You were about effect. to go over the uh, the rest from eighteen on. All right, well, just relax. Don't get pushy. We have got plenty of time here. We got plenty of time. We got Joe Rose for the Mad Dog. Mad Dog is on his way to Ireland. Let's hear it. All right. Yeah, he said it's the first time he's ever going to be there. I heard him say that yesterday during one of those rare moments when the audio feed was actually coming through here and they didn't shut the pot. What's wrong with some of the board ops that work in that place? You know, some of the board ops are like, like that, but you know that. Anyway, Joe Rose had won. The Humper is on today. Originally, we had Joe Zagacki on the schedule, so this is... Oh, I'm on the wrong day of the week, aren't I? <laughs> oh. Hank is on, though, but he's doing a show at Flagler. What? Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. Hank is at the Flagler between 3 and 7, and we got Talking Hardball with the Crow from 7 to 8.30, an hour and a half of that. 
An hour and a half of that? Oh, my God. Then we got uh, the baseball game, your South Florida team, which got their ass kicked last night. Pre-game show at 8.30, game time at 9.05 from uh, Denver against the Rockies. And the big oh is on for vacationing Eddie K at uh, midnight till 2 in the morning, or at least after the baseball game's over. And the Dirty Boys, Joe and Mark overnight, who'll be at the uh, Dunkin' Donuts tomorrow. We'll tell you where again later. Boy, they're all over the place, aren't they? All over the place. All over the place. Kind of like WQAM, we're all over the place. But I tell you, these last three, four weeks, it's been a real pleasure at QAM. <laughs> hey, mattress shopping can be a pleasure if you don't do what the stupid people do. Don't be stupid. Just pick up the phone and call 1-800-MATTRESS, our good, close, personal friends at Dial a Mattress. That's all you have to do. I, I have nothing but scorn and derision for those idiots who still do it the old-fashioned way, and they hop in a car and they shop all around, all over town, and they waste a lot of time and gas, especially when it's 100 degrees in the shade. You've got to be some kind of a moron to do something like that. When all you have to do is make the one easy call to dial a mattress, and you pick the great brand name mattress that you like and the kind that you want. <coughs> extra firm, extra soft, whatever. Serta, Sealy, Simmons, King Core, the top names in the business. They have them all at unbeatable prices, too. And they deliver whenever it's convenient for you, not for them. They show up anytime you want, any two-hour window, between noon and two, one and three, etc. And any day of the week that you're going to be there, seven days a week. And they give you that 30-day in-home comfort trial to check out and make sure this is the mattress for you and your back, too. So what's not to like? Pick up the phone right now. You'll be sleeping in comfort tonight and for a long time to come. Call Dial-A-Mattress toll-free. It's 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, or check them out on that wicked World Wide Web. This is the Howard David Show. Howard David, weekly morning 6 to 9 on Sports Radio 560. QAM. Want a lollipop, little boy? It's the video too hot for TV. Priests gone wild. Find out what these wild men of the cloth do when they loosen their collars. It's wild, wild, wild. See Franciscans vigorously anointing their flock. Naughty Dominicans frolicking in an after-hours bingo parlor. It's all on Priests Gone Wild. Priests Gone Wild is hot under as barely legal seminary students barter rosary beads at Mardi Gras. Don't delay. Order today. Priests Gone Wild. Order now and receive a bonus video. Seminary sluts. They're young. They're hot, and they're sharing a steamy sauna. Operators are standing by, so order now. To order Priest Gone Wild, have your credit card handy and call 1-800-ULTRA-BOY. May not be suitable for children over 15. 1017 at 560 WQAM. So Hank's going to be in studio today instead of at Flagler, right? That is correct. A lot of scheduling difficulties these days. we got uh, Joe Rose from Andich, who's at, uh, on his way to Ireland. And then we got Hank in the studio. Got all of that? Got it all uh, uh-huh. straight out? Good. I'm writing it all down. Here's Steve who faxes and says, how about the old Toronto show, Kids in the Hall, eh? I've heard the name, but I never saw that show. Did you ever see that show? I saw it. It was hit or miss. There were some sketches that were hysterical, and the rest were really flat. Says, I watch the reruns all the time on the Comedy Channel. Well, uh, no. I don't think so. Thanks very much anyway, Steve. And go Leafs, go, eh? Let's see. SCTV, the best. I put it on my list, don't you think? I loved SCTV. SCTV was great, even if only just for the Perry Como skit where he was singing on the deathbed, you know? <laughs> okay. and that, I can't get that out of my mind. No, that was perfect. I just, as long as I live, I'll never forget that one skit where they got Perry Como and like hooked up to oxygen and he's, find a wheel. You know, they got the mic in his face and he's, anyway, you had to be. They there. nailed it. Find a wheel. Uh, are you playing this again? Goes round, round, round. Also, he says George Letterman followed Carson on NBC. Now, why does he write that? Did you make I, a mistake? I don't know. I knew that. Don't we know that he followed Carson? I didn't know the theme is all. Of course Letterman followed I don't, I don't Carson. Get that. For we all knew yeah. that. Okay, yeah. thank you. We knew that. We knew it. Here's a fax that says, <laughs> it says you're out of order. I'm telling you, that one scene, like I said, the movie isn't much. It's very depressing. It's enough to make you jump out of a goddamn uh, 20th story building. 
But uh, that one scene with Al Pacino and and the judge is uh, what the hell's his name? Oh, Jack Warden plays the judge. And isn't there a scene earlier in the movie where the judge is on the outside of the building? I can't. He's like remember. Yeah, he steps out the window and he's like walking on the outside of the building. He does this like uh, he's a, he's a basket case. Everybody in that courtroom was a basket case. And of course, some of the uh, some of the uh, defendants were basket cases, but most of them are dead, as it turns out. But anyway, you're out of order. This whole effing system is out of order. I love it. Great scene. It says there's only a few shows that matter. There's all. Oh, and let me just say this about that, because a lot of old fogies, and I used to say this too, because it was popular to say, because everybody else said it, and it was bullcrap. Oh, those wonderful days before television, what did we do? We used to speak to each other and talk to each other, and families mm. would communicate, and it was so great, and we'd sit around the radio. Yeah. Now, I will say this. The old radio shows were great in their time. You know, Suspense and the Burns and Allen Show and Judy Canova and all, all the great old radio shows, Gunsmoke Lone with Ranger. Uh, William Conrad, Lone Ranger, and Suspense, Superman with Bud Collier. They were great. But the idea, I mean, you know, I sit there in front of my TV set and with my digital cable, and like I told you, that Scream channel, which I eat your heart out. There's also another channel right next to that called the Drive-In Classics. <gasps> That's my favorite genre. Have you ever seen that? No. And they show all these real corny. That's where I saw that movie the other night, Electra, over the weekend. Electra? Never heard yeah, of it. Hot, too. You would have definitely liked it, and I liked it. But uh, really cornball, but uh, funny stuff. Good and funny. And uh, But anyway, the Scream Channel is great. Horror and the sci-fi and stuff like that. Suspense. And I sit there in front of the TV, and I think to myself, what the hell would life be without television? Who the hell wants to sit around and talk to a bunch of stupid relatives anyway? Anyway, it says all in the family, and then there's everything else. And you are absolutely correct, sir. And then he's got number two, Seinfeld. Well, nobody's perfect. Three honeymooners. And after all of that, he said it's uh, the Twilight Zone. Whatever you say, sir, thank you very much. 5670560, oh, pound 560. And I'm going to tell you right now, oh, you want the rest of the uh, ones on here. Well, let's Please. take another call or two. Now. Okay. Well, then we'll give them to you. WQAM. Hello. You didn't hit it. Pick a line. Hit it you again. this. I hit it. WQAM. Hey, good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Good. I, I think the uh, the best show of all time was Hockey Night in Canada, but I'm biased. But That's uh, the longest-running show in North America, by the way. Don't tell Mo that because he don't know from hockey. It's the <laughs> longest-running show. It, it is. You'll never figure that one out. But I think the... Uh, fact, Western... one of the wait, wait a minute. One of the great things I enjoy is Leafs TV, which I'm one of the 40 subscribers up here. And uh, on Leafs TV, they got a lot of the old Leaf classics. Like last night, they showed the game. They beat Detroit 13 to nothing, which I loved it with Bill Hewitt. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, Bringing exactly. back a lot of memories there, Neil. I wish I had yes, it. Sir. When I go back to Canada this summer, I'm picking up one of those uh, uh, Bellevue uh, dishes and bring back down to South Florida here so I can see some good hockey games instead of ESPN cutting them out half the time. Right. Um, hey, listen, the Westerns, I, I would say Bonanza and uh, uh, Wagon Train. Good one. Wagon train. Yep, I like wagon train with Ward huh. and uh, all that good stuff there, and and of course Andy Griffith and uh, the Beaver. It's a good uh -huh. one, but I like the um, Glenn Campbell Good Time Hour and the Tom Jones uh, <laughs> Sunny and Cher. <laughs> I liked all that crap. You're not from uh, you're not from Kamloops or Medicine Hat by any chance, are you? <laughs> no, I'm from Toronto. Moose Jaw. Oh, I see, because it sounds kind of like their genre. You know, it would be big in Medicine Hat. Go back every year. Hey, Neil, your time with them uh, Nielsen Turtles there. Uh, that's good stuff. Do you like fish and chips? No. No? Nah. Okay, hell of a Can't stand fish. 
Oh, no, no, fishy smell too. How about how about the Chinese? Give me a good Chinese restaurant. I know there's like three Chinatowns here, but give me a good Chinese restaurant. The whole place is Chinatown. Last time I was there. Yeah. Jeez, downtown, uh, right past the Royal York. <laughs> there, there's a, a big uh, place too. But, yeah. Uh, hey, can you get a little uh, Bowen and uh, Hewitt on the radio there? Okay, I'll work on it for you. Thanks, buddy. Go East, go, eh? Oh man, tonight this is it. I'm like I'm already taking Valium. I already got cramps. Okay, go Leafs go. Maybe Matt Sundin will actually uh, make an appearance, but I doubt it. Hey, it says in the paper he just might. It might be, it could be, but it's not. I don't think so. Don't get your hopes up. Don't get carried away. Gary Volk's going to be back tonight. Oh! Underrated, good, uh, scrappy player. We need Gary Volk. Even George knows that. Who? WQAM. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? I I'm doing great. Anyone mentioned Cheers yet? Uh, I thought Cheers is on their list. Yeah, Cheers is number 18. All right, well, that's, I just hadn't heard it yet, but obviously the only show of all time is All in the Family. That's the only one that matters. It's like like the facts just said, it's All in the Family and everything else. Uh, I even like I even like Maud, the spinoff from All in the Family. So that's how crazy I am about that show. But it's, it's only mm. All in the Family, and then there's everything else. So you got, got it. Got you got your thumb right on. Thank you, sir. He's got it. All in the family. That was my vote. I probably shouldn't tip my hat what I voted for, but that's what I voted. And they say it's number four, TV Guide. But you know what, TV Guide? You can suck my uh, toe, okay? You can lick my fat fanny is what you can do. Well, speaking of fanny, remember Florence Henderson? Yeah, what about her fanny? I saw her on the Biography Network. Then. I love Florence Henderson. And that's the first record I ever had with Florence Henderson was her and Walter Slezak. I had the album, the theme, uh, the uh, soundtrack from Fanny, the musical. You know what year that was? 1954. 1954. Am I old or what? 54. Walter Slezak and Florence Henderson. Remember Walter Slezak? Of course you don't. Big fat guy with a mustache, great character actor. Someday, I was thinking to do a poll on character actors, but you know what the problem is with that? Not a lot of people people, know. Yeah, most people don't know the names. They know the faces. Like I mentioned, uh, Jack Warden, who was in All and Justice for All. And they've seen him in a million different things on uh, movies and the TV, but uh, they don't know what his name is. So it's kind of hard to do that. There's so many great character actors, like Lee J. Cobb. He wasn't a leading actor, but he was a great character actor. Right. On the waterfront, The Exorcist. Answer the question, Father Paranoia. It's not for my daughter. I lied. Remember that he was asking for the autograph? Of course you do. WQAM. How about Dallas and the Golden Girls? Dallas was an excellent choice, but the Golden Girls, are you really serious? Funny. Hilarious. Those three ladies. Okay. And by the way, do you, are you aware of the fact that they hate each other? Uh, I just think they're right. They live in South Florida. The whole city uh, is based in South Florida. Probably the ladies of North Miami Beach. Go on to Rascal. Okay. Over the Rascal House. Okay. Uh, the, uh, what's her name? B. Arthur? Yeah. Funny he should mention that because I just read in that same inquiry that I had those great stories yesterday about Bubba and his love child and the love sponge and the other stuff, Robert Blake. There's a thing in there about how uh, B. Arthur snubbed Betty White, how they haven't spoken for years and Betty White went to a, some a one man, one woman play that she's doing and she uh, mentioned other people in the audience in Rue McClanahan and she snubbed Betty White and she went out of there crying. She went back to sleep uh, with her pet dog or something like that. First, she was married to Alan Ludden. Does anybody buy that? No. Now, he was, uh, Bill Calder told me about Alan Ludden. 1026 at 560 WQM. Here's a simple question for you. If somebody offered to give you several thousand dollars over the next few years, would you accept it? Of course you'd take it. You'd say thank you, or maybe you wouldn't even say thank you. Just give me the cash. You'd be foolish not to, which makes it really foolish to pass up the chance to refinance or buy a home at just 3.95%. Here's the deal. 
There's a Fannie Mae program available at 3.95% for both refinancing and purchasing of homes. Now, you think about it for a second. Just 3.95% sounds pretty amazing. And all you have to do is call Financial Group to see how this works. Call 1-800-940-5363. That's 1-800-940-5363. To be more specific, you can get 100 grand with payments of just $475 a month or 200 grand with payments of $950 a month. You'll save yourself thousands of dollars. It'd be downright stupid to pass up a chance like that. Do the math and do the smart thing. Get the details by calling Financial Group toll-free 1-800-940-LEND. That's 1-800-940-5363. They're an equal housing lender. Credit restrictions apply and rates are subject to change. Fifty seconds remaining in the power play. One nothing Toronto here in the first. A goal by Doug Gilmore, who has the puck now. On the right wing, the head fake gets him into the zone. Into the corner, it goes to Sundin in front of the net. Murphy! Backhand! Scores! Larry Murphy! His 1,000th point! And the Leafs come off the bench as they take a 2 nothing lead! Oh, all right! He shot his wife in the head, now she's dead. He did it! Thought he got away, now Beretta will pay. Hey, how about Beretta? No. I don't think so. I don't think the timing is good for that right now. Do you? <laughs> no. Okay, we got some good lists here. Here's one that says the Dick Van Dyke Show. It's already on there, unfortunately, on the TV Guide list. We got the TV Guide Top 50 Shows of All Time, according to a bunch of assholes who work for TV Guide who picked these names out of a hat. Dick Van Dyke is number uh, 13, and that makes me want to cry. Flintstones is not on there. What do you say? I don't think so. Rocky and Bullwinkle, he's got on his list. That's uh, that's on there, too. Rocky and his friends, 47. Mission Impossible, that's on our list. 60 Minutes, isn't that on there? 60 Minutes? Yes, it is. It's number six. The good thing they don't call it 70 Minutes will be number seven. Batman, he says, I don't see why not. To the Batmobile. Let's go. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Roger. Ready to move out. See, a lot of people would think, why do you only want to put Batman on there because you like Burt Ward and he was wearing all those tights with a banana in them. But, and that's true. That's definitely true. But the fact is that Batman was a uh, definitely way ahead of its time. With all I like the stunts. It. Right. Huh? And the kapows and everything. It was cute. It was right. funny. It was a cutting-edge kind of a show. It was way ahead of its time. didn't last all that long, about four or five seasons, and that was the end of it for it. Every star wanted to be on there, either as the villain or at least as the person who popped out of the window. Did you know that even Vincent Price was on there? I forget the name of the character he played, but he was on there for it a while. It was uh, Egghead. And Burgess Meredith and Cesar Romero and um, Frank Gorshin. And who played Catwoman? 
There were three. Oh, there were Earth, three cat women. Eartha Kitt, Burgess Meredith, under uh, Burgess Meredith. Um, Burgess Meredith, of course. He was the uh, yeah, <laughs> Lee the Merriweather. Director. Lee Merriweather, and uh, who was the other one? Julie Newmar. Well, very good. Yeah, Burgess Meredith. I left him out the Penguin. Anyway, let's see. He's got the 60 Minutes is on there. Batman, we're there. We'll put Batman on there for fun. Gunsmoke's number 40 on the TV guide list. He says better than Bonanza. Well, Bonanza, they've only got number 43, so they agree with you. But the public out there says Bonanza is the best show of all time, which I find to be obnoxious. And you know, you know something? That ties in with what I I'm a little bit slow, folks. I've been under a lot of stress. But uh, that ties in with what I said at the beginning. The people who read TV Guide are likely the ones who went to their website to vote on that crap. Right. Other than the punks who probably got like a daisy chain going to vote for Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which is why it's number two. That's got to be. That has to be one of those email things where all the punks got together and said, let's vote for that. Don't you think? It, it Although it's a very be, popular yeah. show. I, I don't deny no, that. No, it's very popular, but uh, I don't know. And they have some punks. really uh, fine-looking young people on there if they'd stop killing them off in every episode. But, <laughs> yeah, see, that's a bad. It's like Friday the 13th. It's like parts one through 100 of that. You know, there's some uh, wonderful people on there, but they just keep killing off the ones. The better they look, the more quicker they're going to get killed. Sky King. Oh, that goes back a ways. What do you think? That for oh, Sky no. King. The Sky King. Thunderbirds. Right. What the hell is the Thunderbirds? Oh, by the way, have you seen the new Thunderbird? Oh, yeah, it's cute, actually. Sleek, as nice. Much as, as much as I detest Fords, and I despise Fords, the new T-Bird's a beautiful car, the convertible. But anyway, Howdy Doody we put on there on our list, which didn't make their list. I'm going to say it again. This, to me, proves that TV Guide is un-American. Who's that uh, scumbag that bought TV Guide and turned it into a right-wing rag who used to be a great liberal and turned it into a right-winger? What the hell was his name? Don't think know. of his name. Don't know who you're talking Somebody about. Somebody will fax it. Somebody will fax that in or call it in. Speaking of our list, yes. if I fall any further behind, I won't be able to fax this right away. Well, can I just finish these couple of faxes I got, and then I'll All get right. to it? Like okay. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Kukla, Fran, and Ollie, what do you say? No. Love that show, and we played a little uh, thing from that the other day, but no. And Captain Kangaroo, come on. Mm. Come on. Little Rascals, no. Now, leave it to Beaver. Did we decide to put that on there? Sure, it's on my list. Why the hell okay. not? Leave it in Beaver. Beverly Hillbillies. Hawaii Five, oh. yeah, that's on there. Dragnet and Batman are both on our list. Okay, see that got me caught up. Now what, here we what go. What about Beverly Hillbillies? You want that on that list? Yeah. Well, let me make sure it's not on their list. Okay, we okay. certainly don't want to do any duplicates because then we'll never hear the end of it from the audience. Ah, you screwed up. Yeah, we screw up every day. Beverly Hillbillies. Okay, I'll put it on there for all you yahoos. I thought Andy Griffith would have pacified those bastards. They were making fun of hillbillies. It wasn't for Okay, young. you got the top 17 shows. You got, um, I mean, according to the TV Guide, those are going to be on our survey today. Seinfeld, I Love Loosely, The Honeymooners, All in the Family, Soprano, 60 Minutes, Late Show with David Letterman, The Simpsons, The Andy Griffith Show, Saturday Night Live, The Mary Tyler Moore Show, and The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, Dick Van Dyke Show, uh, Hill Street Blues, Ed Sullivan Show, The Carol Burnett Show, and Today Show, which today is, like I said, so inane. Which Today Show are we talking about, TV Guide? Which one? The one with Dave Garraway? The one with Joe Dodgiola? The one with terminally boring Matt Lauer? Which one are we talking about? Anyway, it's just another one of their mistakes, like Nightline. Okay, that's, so that's the 17. You got that? Got it. Now, here's what we've added so far. Steve Allen Show. Are you, now, you have these or not? I'm writing them down in shorthand. That I thought 18. you already had them. I'm writing down. I'm keeping track of what you said, but I want to make sure that we're on the same count. Dragnet. Okay. Studio One. What the hell is that? It was like Playhouse 90. It was like a live drama, like a great uh, live uh, shows every week. 
Okay. Omnibus with Alistair Cook. That was a great show. But, again, it was kind of like for intellectuals, so you wouldn't know what it was all about. Perry Mason. Hawaii Five. Oh! Howdy Doody. Before your time, but, but, I mean, talk about pioneering. Talk about having enormous impact on the lives of millions and millions and millions of us Americans. Look what we turned in today. Well, like I said, it wasn't all that good. Mission Impossible. How, how could they leave that off? What, what kind of a goddamn communist bunch of crap is that? They leave off Mission Impossible? Jesus Christ, TV Guide sucks! The Larry Sanders show my ass. And Roseanne and the Bob Newhart show, but no Mission Impossible. I'm going to tell you right now, that's a top ten show. Absolutely. There's no debate. I agree. Is there any debate about it? I loved it. Yeah. Not to mention the theme. Milton Berle show, which was called the Texaco, but nobody will know what it is. So just put a Milton Berle show. You are absolutely correct, Mo. It's about time you got something right. Anyway, the Milton Berle show. Alfred Hitchcock presents... Which the reason we have to say that is because he had like 85 different shows, but that was the classic one. You know, the original one, it was on for a half hour. Very scary stuff, man. Scary crap. Great shows. Always with the trick endings, you know, the surprise endings. Right. And he'd come right on at the uh, very end and then try, and try like to defuse the uh, grotesqueness of the ending by saying, oh, well, you know, he didn't really die after all and everybody lived happily ever after. That was my with favorite that smug part. look on his puss. Like that smug look on his puss, like he just uh, did something with Hippie Hedren again. Well, he was sure a dirty old man. He you know? was pervert. A lech. Okay, let me do the break, and then we'll come back, and we'll get caught up, and then we'll take some more, and uh, we'll kill a couple of days with this stuff. Okay. It's kind of it's the kind of stuff, like I said, Hank melted yesterday. Mo melted like, uh, like a, a cow this morning. Nice going. And, well, why the hell not us, since we're the poll experts on this show? There's nothing else going on. we got a few more child molesting priests. Had another uh, Amtrak derailment there in South Carolina. they got a few, uh, a few on CNN, it said a few in, uh, injuries at the scene. Do you understand what that means? In other words, nope. like not at the scene. If they were on the trains and there was a uh, a train crash or something, wouldn't you assume that the injuries would be at the scene? Well, maybe the <laughs> ambulance got in a wreck on the way to the hospital. I see. Or maybe somebody from CNN got in a wreck, which uh, we can only hope it's not one of our friends, okay, which we do have a few, like Susan Candiotti. 20 to 11 at 560 WQM. Joe Rose for the Mad Dog at 1. Hey, summertime is already in South Florida. It's 142 degrees in the shade, and it's going to get hotter and more humid. It's going to be one of the worst of all time. But Oleomed is a product that will make you feel your best and keep you in good health no matter how humid and insufferable it gets in South Florida because Oleomed is a soft gel capsule that lets you get all the benefits of the best olive oil that money can buy into your system, along with vitamins and minerals and herbals to promote health for all different parts of your body. There's one for your prostate. One for your heart, for your blood pressure, for your cholesterol. Oleomed's also got supplements to promote health in your circulatory system, your digestive and endocrine system, your skin and bones, even your mind, such as it is, all using the benefits of pharmaceutical-grade olive oil. And don't forget, I understand how you could forget, because we tell you this all the time, Oleomed's got supplements for men and also for you ladies as well. It's available all over town, so pick some up today. You'll find it at Walgreens. Whole Food Markets, Navarro Pharmacy, and Sedano's. If you want to get more information before you buy, just give them a call at their toll-free number. They'll tell you what it's all about. Call 1-866-OLEOMED. That's 1-866-OLEOMED. Or order their products on their website, oleomedamerica.com. And Rockies tonight from Coors Field in Colorado. Coming starts at 8.30 on Sports Radio 560 QAM. It's day in Miami town. At 560-WQAM. 
My guest tonight is the rare person who wouldn't have to change her name if she became a porn star. <laughs> Jewel is here. Yeah. Where's the weirdest place you've ever had sex? <laughs> I love sex. Really? Oh. Cool. Oh. Is this something you practice every day? Mm-hmm. Where do you fall? I mean, are you good at it? Or, uh, um, yeah. Yeah, sure. I'm so good at it now. Right. Can you show me? <laughs> I'm serious. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. So naughty, you guys. Are you all right? Mm-hmm. Are you pissed off? No. You should have sex in as many places as possible. Okay. I just... Oh, everybody. Hey, how about that Carson Daly, huh? What an asshole. 1046 at 560 WQM. So what do we get down to? And look at what's on this, uh, one of the lists you just faxed me. Look at that. Oh, one of my least favorite shows of all time. But what a snappy tune. <laughs> oh, love. Exciting and new. Come aboard. See, I always get that confused with uh, the plane, the plane, but that was uh, Fantasy Island. Correct. With the Hervé Villachez. See, si. always like. How come I always gravitate toward those shows with midgets like Timmy on Passions? Poor Timmy, boy, he's in deep crap. Almost got. He almost got strangled by a, a, a garden hose yesterday. Maybe you have a, a zombie thing for midgets. No, I, actually, I don't like Fantasy Island. I hated Hervé Villachez. He was See, that, that one thing though, the planes. I mean, that was cute, but that was like uh, making fun of midgets. You know, you're not supposed to make fun of midgets, are you? Uh-huh. Not unless they're in the room with you. I see. Okay, now what do we got? Mission Impossible. <clears throat> Milton Burrell, how far you Alfred got? Hitchcock. Through, uh, Alfred Hitchcock Presents? Yes. I Dream of Genie. Okay. Leave it to Beaver. Okay. Columbo. Okay. Soap. Don't drop it. All right. The Jeffersons. Okay. I mean, how... I, I, what kind of a goddamn list? TV Guide... Doesn't put the freaking Jeffersons on their list. I think there's something subversive about that. I think we ought to have a congressional investigation about it. I mean, don't don't you find that bizarre? No, it's not as popular as uh, we'd like to think. You're full of crap. You like it a lot. I like it. Most other and people. Everybody and everybody in the audience loves it. Well, they're just uh, agreeing with you. No, they are not. It was a very funny show. In spite of what Tom Jack Tom Jack don't like it, so you know it's got to be good. He likes cheers. Cheers. Yeah, we got your cheers over here, Tom. Rhymes with queers. What's so what else we got? The uh, Jefferson. No, speaking of queers, eight is enough. Always like that, Willie Ames. Hi, hey, wait oh, a minute. We're really putting that on there, eight is enough? Yeah. Okay. What was that show he was on with um, Scott Bale? What the hell was the name of that show? Charles in Charge. Charles in... See? George watched that show. No, I Charles didn't. in Charge. How come that's not, not on there? Not a second of it. <laughs> yes, you did. I didn't watch. You saw when they were like diddling each other. You saw that. Didn't watch ten seconds of the open. I actually fantasized about Willie Ames and Scott Bale like doing each other, <laughs> but they were both like very heterosexual. But nevertheless, uh, Happy Days. Speaking of Scott Bale, Happy Days. Hated that show. I'm probably the only person in America just despised that show. In fact, other than Scott Bale, I never would have watched it in the first place. Everybody, Fonzie, Henry Winkler. Oh my God. Oh, makes me want to puke. And Richie, uh, what's his name? That's a big uh, producer now, director, whatever. Ron, oh, Ron Howard. What's his real name? Ron Howard. Yeah, Ronnie Howard. Oh, Ron Howard. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Ron. That's Mr. Howard to you. Who was that guy that was on Ron? Uh, what was his name on Apple's Way? That uh, another one. Are you talking about a show? I don't know. You better get with it. Apple's Let's Way. See. Happy Days. Laverne and Shirley. Awful show. Schlemiel. Schlemazel. Oh, I wonder if I have the theme to that, which would make me just want to scream. 
I'm sure you do. You've played it before. The theme from Laverne and Squirrely? One, two, three, four, What kind of a show is that, okay? Yiddish for Goyim, like I do on this show. This was like a national network TV show, and they're doing Shlemiel and Shlemazel on there. Thank you. God, put me out of my suffering. Laverne and Shirley. Benny Hill. Okay. What about Benny Hinn? Hey, my uh, favorite. Beverly Hillbillies. Okay. That, and that's only because you insisted that it be on there. It was. Funny. How many? How many we got? We got the seventeen plus we got. Uh, while you're, uh, I got thirty-seven counting Beverly Hillbillies. I'm numbering them. Okay, so we can do like a few more here. Well, we got more Batman. that I wrote down that you didn't. Uh, okay. Well, we can we can expand the list, but we don't have to put all of them on there today because right. we're going to have to go through like tomorrow and Thursday. Batman, mm -hmm. SCTV. The Waltons, which again is shocking that it's not on there. If Bonanza can be on there, what the hell's wrong with John Boy, huh? Is he like chopped liver? Plus, he's still alive. Maybe that's what they don't like about it. John Boy is still alive. Little House on the Prairie, poor Michael Landon. I can't stop thinking about that biography thing about Michael Landon. He was a good guy, you know? Yes, he was. A mensch. He was a real mensch. That's right. And Dallas. What about Heidi Dudes? I said Howdy Duty. I said Howdy Boy. Yeah, I, I didn't say, number it. Howdy, numbering Do Howdy Duty was right after Hawaii Five. Oh! Right after that. Oh, oh there it is. I did write it down. Okay. Yeah, cut the crap. You better get with it, Mister. Sorry. We're gonna report your ass to the bridge tender. <clears throat> so there's what we got on the list so far. We're caught up. Because we're gonna need a whole bunch of. Because I'm not gonna do the thing with taking the calls the next two days also and kill a whole show with that, am I? Uh -huh. No, I don't think so. Well, it might take a few more, you know, suggestions. But that would be really ponderous. And last thing we want to be on this show is freaking ponderous. WQAM, hello. Hey, Mr. Neal, how are you today? Pretty good. How are you doing? Oh, not too bad. Uh, there was a show last night on ABC about that, about the ah. top 50. How do you like that? Never heard of it. Yep. Uh, it was right after Dinotopia. Um, my favorite of all time was In the Name of the Game, or The, the Name of the Game. Uh, I remember it vaguely. Yeah, it had like a Gene Barry was on it. Right, and, right. You know, things like that. And then my favorite as a kid was Romper Room. <laughs> yeah. And other than that, you know... And we can also put Ding Dong School on there with Francis Horwich, who's still dead. Well, I never saw that one. Never saw that one. And I definitely am not going to vote for Sherry Lewis and Lamb Chop. Good for you. Excellent. All righty. Thank you. She's still dead, too, Sherry Lewis. Lamb Chop's still alive, but I think Sherry Lewis sleeps with the fishes, with Luca Brazzi and Fredo. Hey, maybe this weekend, if you're going to be looking for something to do, how about going out fishing with Fredo, huh? He's got, he's lucky. He wears that cat-like charm. Rubs his rosary beads. Wasn't he rubbing the rosary beads and doing Hail Marys while they were fishing? He was doing a Hail Mary. It was the magic formula to make right, sure that he did that. That was his something. secret. That's right. He told, what's his name? He told Anthony. That's, watch me catch a big one. I do some uh, Hail Marys out there. Didn't work, Fredo. Didn't work. Not as smart as you thought you were. WQAM. Good morning. Yes, sir. Good morning. How are you? Great. Uh, one show that I didn't see on there and I was disgusted by was The Odd Couple with Tony Randall and Jack Klugman. Yeah, that certainly beats the crap out of a lot of, like the Larry uh, Sanders show. Oh, big time. And, I, and, and I'm with you with the Jeffersons. I mean, I loved that show as a kid. It was hilarious. Everybody who saw that show, except for Tom Jicka, it was one of their favorite all-time shows. What about Barney Miller? Did that make it? Well, I sure hope not. Hey, well, uh, it had some cute moments on there. It was kind of a good show. And as a kid... Um, 
didn't, didn't make it, but it, it's worth putting on our list. You're right. I mean, better than some other stuff that was on there. Um, better than when, the Nightline. Oh, God, yeah. How, what about for kids' shows? Uh, do they have little ridiculous things like the Banana Splits and McGilly Gorilla? No. <laughs> uh, okay, well, TV guy sucks anyway. Amen. Well said. Thanks, buddy. Have a good day. You have guys. have a great day, pal. Thank you. God bless America. Yeah, TV Guide sucks. We know that. But, hey, they give us something to sink our teeth into. All the shows now, since there's nothing else going on. Although we just got a priest, an ex-priest that got shot, said CNN. But I uh, went on the... You know, it, it's funny how the uh, websites of some of these uh, organizations are very, very slow. CNN especially. But all of them. You know, they have that AP minute-by-minute ticker. I even went on there because I saw the thing about this ex-priest that got shot on CNN. He didn't get shot on CNN. He got shot and CNN reported it. Get it straight. Injuries at the scene. But I can't find out the story. But I'm sure somebody will have it somewhere. And we'll, you know, it's not, not a big deal. I don't know if he got killed or what the deal was. He was dark, by the way. I thought I mentioned that. Mm. Is that okay if I mention that or not? You can mention it. <laughs> hey, the Jeffersons were dark, and I like them. Let's hear it. What does that prove to you? Oh, here's one that how could we have left this one off the list? All, all of those shows, somebody somebody needs to have been put in a rubber room, whoever invented that whole series of shows, The Facts of Life. And what were the other ones? You know the Different ones I'm talking strokes. about? Different Strokes. Different Strokes, that's it. Uh, silver Spoons. Right, Silver Spoons. Now, which one was Blackie on? John Stamos. Oh, uh, uh, who's the boss? Who's the boss? Now, how come that's not on there? I think. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> no, I don't think I don't you're right. wrong. Different stroke. Now, which was the one that had, um, what's his name that's got the shakes? Uh, Family I can never think ties. of his name. Michael J. Fox. Family Ties. Oh, Family Ties? Yes. Boy, he, he's got it really bad, too, as Parkinson's. Yes, he, he was testifying before Congress the other day. He can't even sit still and. And I'm not, not making fun. It's a terrible thing, you know. Don't be making fun of him and Janet Reno unless it's for a different reason. But, um, boy, he's got it really bad. Oh, and here's another one. Here's another one of the same genre that you're going to get sick when you hear the theme song. That's all I can handle, one gay at a time. But, on the other hand... I think that belongs on there. Good times? You don't? Uh, S. Dynamite. J.J. Dynamite, Jimmy, JJ baby, Walker Dynamite. Made me sick. I hated it then, and I, I hate hated it now. him. I didn't like the show, but I think Good Times. It was it was uh, just for the theme song alone. Oh. That was my all-time favorite show. I think when we did the uh, TV themes, I loved that. And this gives an, an excuse to come back and do it again. You you don't like Good Times? I don't care whether you like it or not. I'm putting it on the list. Okay, okay I already wrote it. I already wrote it down for what it's good. Called. Good for you. Don't start playing Butch Boss with this crap because guess oh, no. what? You're still you're still like in limbo, man. Oh, beyond limbo. That that thing can be brought back on a moment's notice. What do you mean brought if somebody, back? If it somebody fart if somebody farts the wrong flavor, it's going to be like, well, you know, George's job is still in limbo, you know. That scene from The Godfather uh, comes to mind. Exactly. He should get shot while trying to escape. Right. If he that's get right. Hit by lightning. I'm going to blame George. Yeah, that's right. Just like the old T-shirts we used to have says it's Neil's fault. And on the back, everything that ever happened bad in the history of the human race was listed on the back of the T-shirt. It's Neil's fault that. Fill in the blank. Now it's George's fault. Hey, it's your fault if you don't get good shoes, if you're not shopping at Brandy's. That's right. When you shop for quality footwear, selection and professional service are mighty important, which you always get. But 
The bottom line is price and Brandy's prices are unbeatable. That's why people keep coming back over and over again. Top quality names like Rockport's, SAS, Sperry's, Timberland, Naturalizer, and lots more. And with their big selection, chances are you'll never hear anybody on the floor say, sorry, we don't have that style in your size. They got it. Find out why most of Brandy's customers not only keep coming back, but usually buy several pears on each visit. And maybe a couple of pineapples and a kumquat. Brandy's open daily 9 to 9, Sunday 10 to 5. You'll find Brandy's shoes at 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach. For price and selection and service, they are unbeatable. And don't forget, this week only, it's the red label clearance sale at Brandy's. 30 to 60% off on the select group of favorite brands. I think that's this week because when you're dealing with, uh, what's his name, with uh, Troy, you aren't really sure. At any rate, go in there and ask him what the hell's going on. Drugs are good, okay? Now, a one-on-one interview with Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy, how's this television show changed your I mean, life? how's it going? This camera's all over the f***ing house. Every time I try to do something, it's like a look and, whoa, there's a light in my face. I'm in the bathroom, right? I'm trying to go. You can't poop where there's a f- camera right in your face, can you? I Have you ever tried to poop with a f- camera in you? No, I mean, never. you can't do it. You can't push because I can't push. My f- head will blow up. Yeah, I've got nothing in my f- head anyway. How's the f- Every time I'm in there, my wife Sharon comes in. Everybody's trying to talk to me. I just want to be left alone. Well, I can understand that. Just leave me the f- alone. How's the foot? The foot is all f- up. I mean, every time I move on, I hear bone making noise and cracking. I mean, I can't do anything. I'm Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, what is it, Kelly? I'm doing... Kelly, shut the f*** up. I'm doing an interview. What is it? Jock. Well, what do you want me to do about it, Kelly? You want me to say something to him? Does he? He went in my panty drawer he what? again. What? He went in my panty drawer. I mean, Kelly, if your brother wants to wear your f***ing panties, what am I supposed to do? Do you want me to tell him? Get his own panties. Do you want me to tell him to not wear your panties, yeah. Kelly? You see He's what crazy, I... Dad. Jack. She's crazy, Jack, Dad. wait a minute now. Don't wear your sister's f***ing Wait yeah. a minute. Where's the dog? You. Where's the f- dog again? He got out! You know, don't wear your f- sister's panties. You've got a c- You can't wear panties if you've got a c- What do you say, Ozzy, when people say you are the new ward I mean, queen? what do I say? I mean, I don't even know what to say. You're asking me questions. I've got my daughter Kelly bitching and moaning about her brother wearing a panties. I mean, what's the f- big deal if he wants to wear panties? But- I mean, why can't she just f- Get over it already. Did you ever wear... Enough already. I mean, I'm wearing panties right now. I'm wearing Kelly's panties. She doesn't even know. We'll be right back. I'll bet. Okay, so it was a Baltimore priest who was shot who had admitted to having sex with a boy, and that's all I know because I went all on every damn website in history and I couldn't find it. You see anything? I mean, CNN's no. got it, but that's all I can see so far. Mordecai, uh, more Mordecai. A judge yesterday ordered the Archdiocese of Boston to immediately turn over psychiatric and medical records of retired priest and accused child rapist Paul Shanley. Good old Father Shanley. The records have been sought by the family of Gregory Ford, 24, who has filed a civil lawsuit against the Archdiocese, saying Shanley repeatedly raped him when he was a boy. Middlesex uh, Superior Court Justice Janet L. Sanders ruled that Shanley had already waived any rights to keep the records private when he turned them over to the Archdiocese. Shanley appeared anxious to convince the Archdiocese in the early 1990s that he should remain in California on extended medical leave when he turned over the records, the judge said. Can't imagine why. 
All these documents are clearly relevant to show the relationship between the Archdiocese and Shanley and the defendant's knowledge of Shanley's activities and his state of health, Sanders ruled. Roderick McLeish, attorney for the Ford, said he was delighted with the rulings, already fought successfully for the release of 1,600 pages of documents in Shanley's personnel file. The court recognizes the enormous public interest and that the Archdiocese is simply trying every way to prevent the truth from coming out, McLeish said, but it's coming in dribs and drabs, and even if it's by court order, it will come out. When in doubt, squirt, squirt. it'll come out. Shanley, a central figure in the church's sex abuse scandal, is being held on $300,000 bail. After pleading innocent to three charges, he repeatedly raped another boy. Donna Marissi, a spokeswoman for the Archdiocese, said she had no comment? immediate comment. Oh. Very good. What a, what a good guess. A 5.2 magnitude earthquake. Are you familiar with the earthquake they had last night? No. Really? Who had one? On the West Coast, they had a big one. A 5.2 magnitude earthquake shook the San Francisco Bay Area yesterday, violently rattling hockey and baseball games and knocking out phone service in parts of San Jose. Do you know the way? The quake jolted the compact center in San Jose where the Sharks were playing the Colorado Avalanche in a playoff game. Avalanche won, by the way. The upper stands of the arena shook strongly for about 10 seconds and light fixtures continued to sway for several seconds afterward. The game continued uninterrupted, however. That's right, the game must go on, baby. Everything was shaking, said Michelle Goulet, vice president of player personnel for the Avalanche, who was sitting in the stadium's upper level. You start thinking, should I run or what? I wasn't sure what to do, he said. No significant damage was uh, reported. The U.S. Geological Service reported that the quake struck at 10 p.m. and had a preliminary magnitude of 5.2 centered three miles southwest of Gilroy, outside of San Jose. Of several aftershocks, the biggest was a 2.5. Kind of like some numbers we're going to be seeing pretty soon, a 2.5. <laughs> it felt like a sharp jolt to Danny Sharma, a manager at the Roadway Inn in Gilroy. He said the motel shook violently and knocked off coffee pots and glasses off room counters. It was the worst one I've ever felt, Charma said. The whole building was shaking, and there was just this rumbling sound. It was a bad quake, he said. Okay. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T. Oh, and I gave you a little clue there as to one that I can't believe you haven't suggested already, especially since The Simpsons is number um, eight on the list. Yeah. South Park? Yeah. You're asking with a question mark, why isn't that on the list? I don't know. I wanted to say it. Well, why didn't you say it? Well, we only got six more entries left over. What do you mean by that? And we have uh, further future subsequent lists that we can get it on. No, you you don't understand. See, what we're doing is we're taking a, a, a we're making a pool of other shows. Okay. And then we'll make a total of fifty. Don't you understand where we're going with this? Okay. So South we'll Park. Take a South Park. It's on there. And the people that Very good. I just sent you a couple faxes. I think a couple of them say the Osbournes. Well, that's why I just played that bit. I guess so. I guess the Osbournes can be on there. I mean, if David Letterman, I mean, there's no qualification in there about uh, current shows don't qualify because if Letterman's on there and 60 Minutes is on there, they're both still current shows. Am I right about that? Uh -huh. Last, Last time, time I checked. checked. What else? Are there any other current shows? Well, it's not really important whether they are or not, but the fact that there are some doesn't uh, disqualify. The Simpsons is on there. Ed Sullivan show, they still got him propped up. Okay, here's a fact that says the assholes at TV Guide are ex-Harold Putzes, Steve Sonsky, and Steve Redicliffe. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Wow. No wonder it's such a bogus list. It says Rupert Murdoch used to own TV Guide. No, that's not the name I'm looking for, though. There was a guy who was the uh, publisher of TV Guide who was a real piece of dreck. He turned into a... Where's John uh, Huddy these days? Oh, good question. Where's John Huddy? Soupy Sales says this one. I don't think so. Too old. 
too dated. Good show, though. Funny show. Too old. And Kojak, who loves you, baby? Now, George will say no because he hates that genre of shows. He hates cop shows. But certainly if we get some of the... And what about Cannon, goddammit? What about that? I think anybody who doesn't like Telly Savalas is a communist. I could be wrong about that, but that's my own personal opinion. You know how prejudiced I can be, but that's uh, my feeling about it. You don't agree with the Kojak and Cannon? Well, no. Too bad. Put them on there. Both of them? Both of them? Well, what do you mean just both of them? What the hell is that? And how could we possibly leave off? How could we be in Miami and leave off? Running it. Got it. Got it. There two Miami cops with a hot new beach. They're on the streets fighting crime. Hey pops, that's a handicapped face there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Hallandale Vice. We got a problem. The Grey Gang is up to their old tricks. Lieutenant, isn't that the group of senior citizens who went around trying to get the early bird special after seven? Yeah, they're back in town. Let's go get them. They'll stop at nothing to clean up the streets. Hey, lady, you can't cross here. You'll have to cross at the light. And they're determined to clean up the smuggling business. All right, sister, you're under arrest. Oh, so now you're arresting my wife. What's the charge? Possession of powder. Open that purse, Tub. Let's see that white stuff. Yeah, just a thought. She's got over 100 bags in here. Of what? Sweet and low. From that restaurant she just came out of. Let's take them in. Yes, there are a couple of hit Miami cops on a hot new beat in Hallandale Vice. Premiering this fall on MBZ. Somebody said this, right? It's on the list. It's on the list. Barney Miller. It's on the list. Hated that show. But hey, it's on the list. A lot of people liked it. This isn't a question of what Neil likes, what George likes, what Miguel likes besides Que Pasa USA. You notice how silent he's been all day? Well, he's got a pen in his mouth. He's sucking on it? <gasps> no, chewing. Oh. Here's a fact that says the Wonder Years. I wonder about that, you know? I wonder who wrote the Book of Love. Uh, I don't think so. What, what the hell was the Wonder Years? Is that another one that? of these genres? Uh, Fred Savage when he was a little kid. And oh! Family oh, my stinks. God. No chance. No chance. Man, so close to lunchtime you're describing that show. Growing Pains. Didn't we just already discuss this, Growing Pains? Growing Pains? Growing Pains. Wasn't that another one of that same genre? Yes, exactly. Like one day, one gay at a time, and all that other no chance. It was no, it was, it was more along the lines just... of family and that kind of stuff. Oh, what about family? I didn't like it with Willie and right. what's uh, what's his name, James Roderick. Well, I'm pretty uh, good on that. Right? James Roderick. That thing, and what was the uh, fat woman? It was Sarah. Sarah. What was her name that played Ma? She was a great actress. You'd never know what on that show, but she was a very good actress. Sarah. Uh, oh, jeez. 
You don't know what I'm talking about? No. Well, you didn't watch that show. I didn't watch that show. I hated that kind of stuff. You weren't hung up on Willie like I was. No. Sarah and there was no hot. There was no hot babes on that show. Certainly not. Nobody Willie was going out Sarah with. Sarah Lee. Not had, no, not Sarah Lee. Nobody doesn't like Sarah, Sarah Lee. Sarah Michelle Geller. No, no, no. No, no, no. Old enough to be their grandma, okay? You never saw that show, so bug off. Hey, there's Miguel's contribution. He's still looking for Debbie Does Dallas. And quite frankly, I don't blame him. 12 minutes after 11 at 560 WQAM. If you're looking for some hair, here's the answer for you. My good buddy Chuck out. You know, I'm wearing these headphones over one side, and the strange part of it is the side of my head that I'm not wearing it on, that's yeah. the part that's bothering me. You know huh. what I'm saying? Why would that be? I don't know. That's a very interesting thing. Anyway, maybe that's where my big bald spot is, like all over the top of my head. If you guys out there are sharing with a big, ugly bald spot, and they are ugly, believe me. Of course, with me, at least I'm consistent. But if you'd like to look better and younger, call my good buddy Chuck Alfieri. He's appeared as a guest on Good Morning America and the very famous Today Show, according to TV Guide. And Charlie's got the latest technology that provides sensational results for guys who want more hair and really look younger and better for amazing natural look. The natural hairline system is the best in the universe at any price. And speaking of price, when you call Charlie Alfieri, mention Neil Rogers and he'll knock $200 off the regular price. It's mighty affordable and it looks better than anything at any price you can get. So if you want holes in your head, go right ahead. If you want a dead muskrat on your head, be my guest. But if you want to look better and younger, like I said, than you have in a coon's age, pick up that phone right now and call Charles Alfieri. There's no obligation. They'll give you a free consultation and show you just how great they can make you look. 1-800-321-2413. I can't wear this thing. It's killing my head. 1-800-321-2413 or log on to their website. From Mark Lake Stadium, coverage gets underway at 7 on Sports Radio 560. QAM. Anybody have a heart or a liver? It puts the lotion in the basket. It starts up front, and it ain't no lie. Goes out the door and then way outside. There's me next to Qui-Gon Jinn and Boba Fett. That's time dragged on. I'm fed up with all of this. I'm surrounded by Obi-Wans and Palpatine. Strange men dressed like Amidala Nabu Queen. It's a scene like this I wanted to avoid. Crowded together with Jedi's and pilot droids. Jabba the Hutt geeks. Jar Jar Binks freaks. The Wookiee I'm behind has evaded for weeks. Star Wars Cravers holding on to lightsabers. I want into the movie right now. Not later. It seems like a year. I Standing here, I ain't moving any closer to the theater. It appears I'm here, it's like a scene from the Twilight Zone. I'm in the attack of the moon line. Exactly. 1118 at 560 QM. I'll tell you, CNN must be way ahead of everybody else on that story. I can't find anything on it anywhere. Father Maurice Blackwell, that's the guy's name. He's a black priest, former priest, who was shot and killed on the streets of Baltimore, who had admitted to molesting a boy. That's all we got so far. Also, let's see, Ken Hitchcock is going to be named today as the new coach of the Philadelphia Flyers. There's number two. And number three, thank you, whoever called it in. Walter Annenberg was the guy I was trying to think of who owned TV Guide at one point, but I don't think there's any ways. He's dead, I hope. Walter Annenberg. Boy, that guy turned into a real right-wing piece of turd. Used to be a great liberal many years ago, and then turned for the took a turn for the worst. 
Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. The top, see, this is like trying to pick the five, the, the best. Haven't we talked about this many many times? Trying to pick the best hundred movies of many, all time. Many many times. I mean, how how do you differentiate between number ninety eight and number ninety nine? You, you see what I'm saying? I mean, when it's fifty TV shows, there are. So, I mean, I don't know. After you get past the top five, how do you really decide which is what, what deserves number six and what's number seven? Other than you say, oh, well, this was a little bit better than that one. Right? Isn't that about the only way you no, can do it? No, it's an excellent point. But then when you get down to, like, number 41 and 42, well, okay, well, for example, they got, like, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer 41 and Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In 42. <laughs> yeah. Now, that's laugh. I mean, that, that's laughable on the face of it. Is there any question that Laugh-In was a better show than uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer? No, I, I, I know that's a very that. popular show with, with punks and everything, but, but I mean, that, that's, in, that's like a slap in the face. Even though Buffy the Vampire Slayer is number two on TV Guide's website, but you, it's, it's got to be a rigged deal. It's got to be bogus. And Bonanza, which is number one on there, they got it as number 43. So it's fun. It kills a lot of good time. But you can argue and you can argue and you can carry on. You can get all whipped up into a frenzy like we did because the Jeffersons wasn't on this list. Happy Days wasn't on this list. Uncle Milty wasn't on the list. South Park's not on the list. The freaking Osbournes aren't on their list. Like I said, they should only croak a TV guide, okay? Not that we take it personally. Not that we take it too serious, but to them, okay? That's my uh, sentiments. That's my best wishes for our good friends at TV Guide. And now that we know that some of the ex-Goyim uh, from the Herald are there and Jews as well, to them. That's probably where they got kicked out of the Herald. They found out they were Jewish, just like Bob Rubin got relegated to a page. In fact, I don't think even Howard Kleinberg is writing that stuff anymore. After all these years, they found out that Howard Kleinberg was Jewish. Well, they're a little slow over there at the Herald, you know? WQAM. Oh, goody. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Hi, Neil. How you doing? First, I'd like great. to thank you for turning me on to Farewell to God by Charles Templeton. It's a great book. It sure is. And I have a, a couple of suggestions. I don't know if they're on the list, but one was a long-lived show, uh, Gunsmoke. And the other Gunsmoke the, uh, is number, uh, Gunsmoke's number 40 on the TV guide list. Okay, and uh, Twilight Zone. Not on there. Can you believe that? Thanks, Neil. Okay, thank you. He was uh, shocked. He couldn't believe it. Do we have it on ours, at least? No, not yet. We don't have the freaking Twilight Zone on our list. Well, what's wrong with us? I'm going to have to start another page here because this is getting very confusing. Twilight Zone. No question about it. I mean, I realize it's no Nightline, you know? <laughs> Nightline. Number, what is it? Number uh, 23, Nightline. Although they, you know, Twilight Zone, I take it back. It's number twenty-six on their list, so we don't have to. We don't have to put it on ours. It's on their list, number twenty-six. Okay. Thank God. Like I said, I always like those people at TV Guide. It's on there. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line. My phone just rang. You know what that means? What does that mean? Package? That means my toners. My toners are here, right? My toning cartridges for the uh, fax machine. You know this temporary fax machine that's only going to be here a short time, the real noisy yeah, one sure. that's the, cranking the right now and making one, yeah. so much noise that I can barely hear the noise, the temporary one for three months. See, I would bug uh, Clarence with that, but he's got so many other things to worry about while we wait for Duff to come back, you know, from an extended vacation. WQAM, hello. Did I punch one up or not? Yeah, I did, yes, but there's nobody there. WQAM. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Yes, uh... I'd like to suggest uh, for the list, Roots. The Roots, miniseries the series? in uh, 1977 or 76. Right. Well, I mean, it drew huge ratings, and it got a lot of people thinking about not just slavery, but about 
learning about their own family history. People of all races. Yeah. Yeah, but it was a miniseries. Are we going to put miniseries? See, the, the, the thing here are 50 greatest shows of all time. I don't think you can really put a miniseries on her, can you? Well, it's your list. You can do what you want. Then that's a good point. We'll take it under consider under advisement. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot. Alex Haley, remember the day I interviewed him on KET? There's another name-dropping job. That's when he was alive. Isn't he dead, Alex Haley? I think he is, yes. Yeah, he's dead. He was a good guy, Alex Haley. Let's see, family... Now, did we put family on there? Because you gave me a big argument about that. And Seda Thompson, that was her name. It just came to me. God, am I a genius? And you know why it just came to me? Because of the facts. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know something? It didn't register. In other words, I saw it out of the corner of my eye, and it didn't. <laughs> Man, am I sneaky or what, huh? Uh -huh. Yeah, Seda Thompson, what a genius. It's right there in front of you, asshole. You're not full of us. You're not full of us. We know you're feeble and old, and you got Alzheimer's. Okay, well, that's the way it goes. Got a big game tonight, okay? We're under a lot of pressure here in Toronto, under a lot of stress, so just calm down. Everybody stay calm like we are, okay? We're bringing Daryl Sittler back and Boya Selming, just suiting them up for the game. We did not. Maybe Matt's... Put family on there. Well, why not? I don't know. That would it's, make... not gonna, it's not going to get any votes. No. You think? No. Joke votes, crank votes, if we talk about it enough. Well, see, if you see, you start that now, so now we can't put it on there. Schmuck. <laughs> I think Mo had a point about you, you know, and I think he had you fingered. Let's see. Here's one that says uh, the following are a few shows that may or may not be considered by TV Guide for the. Let's see. Hawaii Five O. We got it. Honeymooners is on there. Honeymooners. See, I should probably read that whole list again, but that that'd be boring. Honeymooners is number three on the uh, TV Guide list. Barnaby Bones. Hey, Barnaby Jones always gets his man, is what I hear. And it's not on there. Come on, no, just no, for old not. time's sake, huh? Just for old time's sake, which would give me an excuse to uh, play, play that the theme, theme again that I just that I love that everybody else hates. I don't I don't know why. Oh, yeah, man, the best. Are you gonna start with that Bill Ross crap again? No, not this time. But how's he doing, Bill Ross? You know who I wonder if he's still alive? Remember Dick Fennell on Channel Four? Maybe that's before you came here. Must be. I don't know who that is. On the original Channel 4, Bob Weaver and uh, Dick Fennell were the weathermen when Ralph Redneck was doing the news on Channel 4, the original one. Okay. You know Bob Weaver. Of course. My good, close, personal friend, Bob Weaver, who's ballooned up a little bit, but haven't we all? But uh, Dick Fennell, he, in fact, he used to do a lot of production for Channel 4. He was kind of like the voice of Channel 4, like Bill Ross was at Channel 7. Please don't tell me that Dick Fennell is gone. They named a seed after him. And they also, because he was a weather guy, a real meteorologist, they named a cloud after him. Have you ever seen when we have tornadoes in the area, those fennel clouds? Oh, is that where that comes from? Yes, Dick Fennel. You don't, you have no idea who that is? Nope. Well, somebody will inform us whether he's still dead or alive, Dick Fennel. Good, good guy. He was pretty good. He was okay. The Honeymooners is on there. Barnaby Bones. So what do we decide about that? Green Acres. No. Beverly Hillbillies we put on there. Oh, it says, Neil, we love your show. Tell George to hang in there. He doesn't like that term hang these days. <laughs> he don't mind being hung, but he doesn't like that term hang. Not a good word to use. Not a good choice of words, but thank you. 26 after 11 at 560 WQM. Tom Lehman loves Neil Rogers. Listeners, he even loves George. That's why he's created the Neil deal at Hal at Pontiac. Save big bucks on all Pontiacs and GMCs in stock right now as I speak. All you have to do is tell Tom and the gang down there at Hallett that you heard this spot right here on the world-famous Neil Rogers show. 
Stop by Hallett Pontiac GMC at 13401 South Dixie Highway. That's on US 1 right across from the falls where they've been doing it right for over 35 years in that same great location. And right now, every vehicle on the lot is marked with the lowest price in the world. But if you mention the Neil Rogers deal, you'll save even more, which means it isn't really the lowest yet until you mention my name. Check out the complete line of GMC SUVs, including the Envoy, voted by Motor Trend as the SUV of the year. And take a peek at that brand new, all what did I just say? All new Vibe SUV. I thought that's what I said. Vibe's got the power of a sports car at a fraction of the price. Hallett's also got a great selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, too. And if you've been dur- uh, turned down for credit by some goof, oh, you know what they said in uh, all and Justice for All? No, what? When a judge was telling the guy that uh, diabetes has nothing to do with compulsive swearing, he said, hey, the judge, Jack Warden, says, I never heard of that before. And he says, that's because you're a douchebag. <laughs> Remember that line? Yes. And if you've been turned down for credit by some douchebag dealership, no problem in hell, they'll get you a deal somehow. So get a Neil Rogers deal right now at Hallett Pontiac GMC, 13401 South Dixie Highway, on US 1 across from the falls, open every day, seven days a week, or give them a call and ask them what it's all about. Call 305-238-4040. That's 305-238-4040 at Hallett Pontiac GMC, where they definitely... 217. Call now. Hank Goldberg. Weekdays at 3 on Sports Radio 560. QAM. WQAM. Go f*** yourself. I was a pretty happy kid. I suppose it was 1978 when I first saw him. Darth Vader. I, I became obsessed. I, I started breathing heavy. I took voice lessons. I did evil things to innocent people. And I couldn't quit. I knew I needed help. So I called Dark Side Anonymous. And they were able to help me. I took off the plastic helmet thing and the, the big cape. And I I started to be a normal person. I talked in my normal voice. I didn't breathe heavily anymore. I, I stopped hurting people. If you're obsessed with the dark side, there's hope. Call Dark Side Anonymous today. Call 1-888-THE-LIGHT. Rectum. It's 1132 at 560 WQAM. Join us on the dark side, folks. That's what we are. We're the dark side of your radio. Anyway, Neil's favorite, how could I have forgotten about Blossom? How could you? What was his name? What was his name? His name. Her boyfriend. Don't you remember we went through that whole business? I was obsessed oh, yeah. with Blossom's boyfriend. Boy, how quick you forget oh, I never about my uh, silly obsessions. Blossom. She was grotesque, man. She was ugly. She was nasty looking. So lay moon fry. And also Punky Brewster. Wait, no, that was Punky Brewster. Sorry, I always got those confused. Yeah. Well, Punky Brewster's on this fact. I don't think we're going to put either of them on there, but maybe somebody remembers his name. His name was David something. Oh, and you know what? He was in that movie about the... Um, the uh, sailboat, the big sailboat, white uh, something or other. White. Squirt, squirt. Squall. I think it was called white. Rectum. Do you know the Squall. one I'm talking about? White that might have been that white. Remember somebody sent me the video? And it was very yes. disappointing. Very disappointing because in the movie he was like uh, naked. Most of them were pretty close to it. And he was like a little scrawny boy, which I'm not into little boys. I leave them for the priests. But he was very disappointing, David, whatever his name was. And it was not David Charvet, okay? Give me a break. Here's a suggestion. How about... Here we come. See, he's got a, that OJ's got a muscle in on everything, you know what? 
Monkeys has got to be on there, doesn't it? It was a very innovative, very uh, avant-garde, very, uh, huh? It was cute. No, seriously, it was a very innovative show. And when NBC did their 75th anniversary a week ago yesterday, they or Sunday, whatever the hell it was, they uh, did a lot of stuff on that for like at least 30 seconds. And Davy Jones was on the show. Boy, oh, you think, you think you've seen people that look bad. Oh, oh. wow. He makes cameos in other shows from time to time. Somebody so touched that child with a ugly stick that just uh, terminal. Not that he ever looked all that good in the first place, but compared to the other guys. So By the way, Peter. Oh, yes. Joey Lawrence. Is that who you're Joey talking Lawrence about? Joey Lawrence what? No. No, Joey Lawrence wasn't on Blossom, was he? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, he yeah he was the brother, I think, wasn't he? Donnie Russo, whoever that is. Ted Wass. No, 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 no. Who? Ted Wass. No. He played Nick. Joey, now you're, you're looking in the book? He's online. I'm online. On Blossom, and you haven't found her boyfriend's name yet? Joey Joey Lawrence played her brother. Her brother, yeah, okay. Right. Come on, let's hear it. He's looking. I can go down the list. Uh, Eileen Bremen, Richard Masur, Joe. Yeah, I think he Ricci. was Eileen Brennan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Barry Youngfella. No. Oh, it's a different young fellow. I don't know. He's not listed. Well, I'll be, uh, I'll be just kicked right in the old fat ass. You know what? That, that's uh. But we'll find out so before the day is out. Did we decide to put the monkeys down or not? Yes, we did. All I right. got it down there now, that's, man. That's number fifty. Get with it. The freaking monkeys. Well, I heard them hawking a Chinese this morning on the Mo Show about the American Bandstand ought to be on there. I don't agree with that. I mean, it was a very big show, and it was very popular, and it was on for 100 years, but do uh, you think that that's one of the top 50 shows of all time? No. But, you see, now you're just being a prick. Plus, uh, I don't have the uh, theme from it anyway. See, there goes George again, just being argumentative, just because most said American Bandstand. Now, we don't agree with that. We agree with Milton Berle wholeheartedly, but American Bandstand, no. Now, did somebody, did we already put it on there? Did somebody mention this? I think so. Yeah, we have it. It's on there, number 42. Oh, it's 42 on the uh, TV guide? No, on ours. What do you mean on ours? We threw that on there. I so numbered words, them. You're, you're numbering me. Just well, don't start throwing numbers sure. at me. Your numbers, which I, uh, you know. You let Never me worry about my numbers. It's on there. And I'll, on ours. Okay, it's on there. Well, I just wanted a chance to play seems to me like we just got through doing this like five minutes ago. I don't know. But, hey, yeah. it's timely now. There was a show on last night, and like I said, Hank and Moe, uh, they, they milked this for all it's worth, and why the hell not us? huh? It's like a free pass. It's like a free day, which we could use a free day, although I do have this story, which you might be interested in. I'm sure that Miguel will be sitting up very erect in his seat when he hears this. Alien case figure asks Ascroft to investigate the INS. All right. One of the central figures in the Elian Gonzalez case is asking U.S. Attorney General John Ascroft to investigate whether high-ranking INS officials ordered internal documents on the case destroyed. Armando Gutierrez, obnoxious, disgusting, fat, pudwhacker, uh, goofball. Armando Gutierrez, former spokesman for Elian's Miami relatives, submitted his request, a letter addressed to Ascroft, to a local U.S. attorney's office yesterday. Gutierrez wants Ascroft to investigate whether Doris Meisner, chief of the INS during the Cuban boys' custody battle, ordered the destruction of case documents. In other words, he just doesn't want to let it go. He's hanging on for dear life. Let it go, uh, Armando, goofball. A copy of an internal INS email memo on the Elian case made public last month contains a handwritten note by the memo's author, 
INS Attorney Rebecca Sanchez Ruig, saying that Meisner had ordered no, uh, all other copies of the memo to be destroyed. It also said Meisner ordered that no more discussions related to Elion's case be put in writing. Good going, Doris. Nice, good thought. The copy of the memo was released by Judicial Watch, that right-wing, obnoxious, fascist, Washington-based conservative watchdog group. The copy surfaced in a civil service hearing on an INS special agent who's made claims of anti-Cuban-American bias at the INS headquarters in Miami. Right. Meisner said she doesn't recall ordering a specific document destroyed, but acknowledged a policy that no notes be taken or memos disseminated about the boy's case because of the sensitivity of the issue. Messages left with the Justice Department of the Office of Inspector General, which Gutierrez also copied in the letter, were not immediately returned on Monday. Boy. An epidemic of that going around in every story. Nobody's calling nobody. Except us. They're calling us because they got a lot of good uh, suggestions. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, morning. sir. How you doing? Uh, George made a big mistake in one of the shows this morning. Uh-oh. He called the Defenders. He was thinking of the Avengers. We already yeah, he already that. caught that. He got oh, okay. that. okay. Um, we got him straightened out. Oh, sorry about that. Um... One other thing, uh, how come you can't keep attacking Mo? Because he deserves to be attacked. Well, so we're supposed to be having a truce now because he can't handle it. That's, oh, the, reason. That's the answer to your question. So he can't take it. He's correct. It's amazing. Yeah. He's never he said... can't take... Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Hello? Go ahead. I was gonna go ahead. Say, I was going to say he never would say... You could predict in advance what he's going to say on any issue. Yeah. He would never take a controversial stand... He has to get along with everybody. I, oh, I wish you could attack him all the time. Okay, I'll start tomorrow. <laughs> now, we got a little truce going on now because he got a little bit carried away that one day with that bullet in the head stuff, and we just decided that, you know, everybody's getting a little bit emotional there, and we wanted to keep George's job, which keeps getting thrown back in my face. So, you know, trying to keep George and, you know, and everybody in line. Trying to make, trying to be, because who said it? Blessed are the, beloved are the peacemakers? Somebody said it. I think Jesus no, no, who said that in uh, one of those movies we're always quoting? Blessed are the peacemakers. Oh, what, what's his name? Hyman Roth said that, didn't he? Oh, I don't remember that one. In Godfather 3, when they were having the meeting in Sicilia there toward the end. I'm, I'm trying to block that movie it out It wasn't of Hyman mind. Roth. It was what's-his-name, the other old guy, who said the blessed are the peacemakers. When he introduced uh, Andy Garcia to uh, Tomas Lucchese before they killed him with the eyeglasses. One of the bodyguards, maybe? No, the old, who the hell played the, the role in there? The Eli Wallach. Oh. Before he ate the cannolis at the, uh, the opera. Yeah, Don, uh, Blessed are the peacemakers. Don Ridiculous. Your mind is just, it's going. From the I stress only saw the movie one time. Godfather 3. Well, you Godfather better get with 3. it, mister. you got a lot of viewings to go before you horrible. catch up with what you should be watching. It was not horrible. You just, you guys didn't like it because it was all your Catholic brainwashing, which you claim to be. Uh, no, you that's just the part I liked it. about it. What are you talking about? You yeah. don't love Catholic bashing. It was just well, crappy. yeah, you sure do. You bet. I'm going to call the Catholic League about you uh -oh. next. You think you got Mo on your back? Wait till they went till William Donahue or whatever his name, you know, Phil Donahue gets on your back. Nineteenth, in fact, uh, you'll be like George Michael. You'll be running around with that same monkey on your back. Nineteen till noon at five sixty WQM. Here's a simple question for you: If somebody offered to give you several thousand dollars over the next few years, would you accept it? It would be stupid not to do it, which makes it really stupid to pass up a chance to refinance or buy a home at just three point nine five percent. Here's the deal: There's a Fannie Mae program out there, three point nine five percent for both refinancing and purchasing of homes. Think about it: just three point nine five percent, and all you got to do is call Financial Group at 
1-800-940-5363. To be more specific, you can get yourself a hundred grand with payments of just four hundred and seventy-five bucks a month, or borrow two hundred grand with payments of only nine hundred and fifty dollars a month. You'll save yourself a schmidt load of cash. It'd be downright stupid to pass up a chance like that. So do the math and then do the smart thing. Get the details by calling Financial Group with absolutely no obligation. They'll answer your questions and tell you exactly how this works. Call 1-800-940-LEND. That's 1-800-940-5363. Equal housing lender. Credit restrictions do apply. And rates are subject to... Ed Kaplan's Game Night. Weeknights at 10 on Sports Radio 560. QAM. Man confesses to shooting priest who molested him. That's uh, they're showing that on CNN right now. Was involved in some controversy. Had admitted to having a homosexual affair with a teenage boy some years ago and was removed from the from the church that he was leading. So once again, Baltimore police are saying that a 26-year-old man has come forward and confessed shooting the that priest, Father Maurice Blackwell, in Baltimore. How do you like that? CNN's on top of it. Hey, it's Howard. Howard David. Cubans in Miami are smart. They changed the name to Alien Park. Exploitation is now down to a fine art. That's where the bucks are. You just head south on Lazaro Way. Until you see the human king in giant water ride. Where you grab a cougar or a raft. That's if you're floating up to a democracy. Down, back south to Cuba. I'm killing it. I can't stand that last part where they're right and you know that stuff that uh, Boca Brian was doing there when he became obsessed. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. The part where they go the Coca-Cola. Like that. Anyway, it says not only was that judge sitting on a ledge that's uh what's his name, the character actor that I mentioned before a hundred times now I can't think of his name. Sitting on a ledge of the building while eating his lunch, he also takes Pacino. That's why that's why I, tu- I tuned in last night. They were in a helicopter ride and the helicopter uh didn't quite make it. And goes past the fail-safe limit with regard to the amount of fuel he has to get back, and they land in the lake. That's just why I turned it on and came in the middle of the scene, so to speak. The best scene was when the same judge during the trial was in the bathroom stall with, with a oh yeah, I did see that with a <laughs> with a shotgun in his mouth, and somebody comes in and disrupts him, and he comes out choking because he has the barrel half halfway down his throat. You had to be there, okay? You know that scene? I remember it. 
Stick That's it all right the way down I... your throat. <laughs> oh, God. He's sitting on the can and he's, he's got the shotgun halfway down his throat. What the message of the movie is, the legal system is a little bit screwed up, is the message that they're trying to convey. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, God. I almost forgot about that. Oh, no. Oh, I got some bad news from our fax machine. He died. Last I heard, Dick Fennell passed and died to one of the good guys. Oh, this is from Boca Brian, who I just attacked. Also dead, Del Frank and Prescott Robinson. Remember Del Frank? He used to be on Channel 4 News. He was a great newsman. In fact, it seems to me I once had him on a show, Del Frank. He was an outstanding newsman. On WS News, I had him on, I believe, once upon a time. God, he was good. And Prescott Robinson, who, of course, used to work at WS News as one our main news anchor, him and uh, Steve Daly. And Tom Schaefer. You know what about Tom Schaefer? He He's also dead. Boy, sure, a lot of dead news people running around, you know what, on the loose. So thanks for the bad news about Dick Fennell, Boca Brian. You are depressing. Man, at least consistent, though, but very depressing. Here's a fact from Ira, who wants to know, is Twilight Zone on the list? It's number 26 on the TV uh, guide list. Absolutely correct, sir. He says it should be on there, and you are right. You are correct. How about Outer Limits? Why is that not on there? I give up. Why is I'm not? not saying don't put it on the list, but that was pretty damn good. Some pretty heavy-duty stuff. By the way. Some very uh, lasting uh, stuff that's still uh, pretty interesting. Anyway, here's, speaking of interesting, another one of these. Parishioners in the city of Stowe, Ohio... Learned that their priest is on administrative leave. The reason? A past allegation of sexual involvement with a minor, News Channel 5 reported. I'm assuming that's like Cleveland or somewhere. It's hard for parishioners at Holy Family Parish to talk about it. The whole thing is just, it flabbergasted me. I can't imagine a priest that you trust doing anything to children, Shirley Skolovanko said. Reverend Joe Lieberth, 60, pastor of the Holy Family Parish, is accused of past allegations of sexual abuse of a minor. Holy Family is the second largest parish in Summit County. I don't know where that is. Anybody know about Ohio? No. Because I think Cleveland's Cuyahoga County. I don't know where Summer County is. About 3,000 families come to pray and more than 700 children attend school at the parish WEWS reported. Wherever that is. Somewhere in Ohio. Ask Mandage. Oh, that's right. He's on the way to Ireland. Ask him. He's the Ohio boy. CNN would still can't get it on their website about this a priest, Maurice Blackwell, that just got shot by one of his former molestees. But they do get this on their website. Jimmy Kimmel lands late night slot at ABC. Oh! Let's hear it. And you want to know why that's good news? Why? Because that means that Bill Maher and the politically correct. Hey. Are, yeah. Politically incorrect is off the air. Good. ABC, because he's an asshole. And it's a terrible, terrible show. The whole concept of that show. You know what it is, the concept of that show? I have one word for it. Yeah. Stupid. ABC is in comic Jimmy Kimmel, The Man Show, to host a new post-nightline late-night talker, effectively killing the Bill Maher-hosted politically incorrect Variety's reporting today. Variety magazine says that it's got to be true. The half-hour show will bow in January, with most likely in conjunction with ABC's broadcast of the Super Bowl. Kimmel will be on hand Wednesday when ABC unveils its new line of advertisers in New York. Nightline anchor Ted Koppel is also expected to appear on stage at New Amsterdam Theater as ABC execs attempt to put behind them the controversy that erupted from the network's failed effort to replace the veteran newsman with CBS mainstay David Letterman. Details of Kimmel's as yet un, uh, untitled talker are still sketchy, though it's expected to be heavy on comedy with some celebrity guests. Jack Hole Industries, <laughs> that's the name of it. How do you like, I, I'm surprised they don't call it Jackball Industries. 
Jack Hole Industries, which is probably a you know close uh, cousin of Asshole Industries, the production banner Kimmel runs with on Man Show, co-host Adam Carolla and Daniel Kellison will likely be involved. Do you understand what that just said? I mean, I nope. read it just the way it, I don't understand it. Kimmel's hiring by ABC will mark the end of the Man Show, the t- uh, testosterone so Comedy Central half hour that he hosts. It'll continue to air original episodes for several more months, with Kimmel completing production on his final cycle of 24 episodes. And it goes on and on at great length. By the I'm way, going to be watching it anyway. Who the hell stays up till one o'clock in the morning while I watch some stupid ass TV show? Right? Insomniacs, cokeheads. David Lasher is the name you were looking for. Ah! Thank you, Miguel. Oh, I just had a pain in my groin. The problem gro- with David Lasher pain. was he like, he just he like uh, you know he evolved to a certain point and he just like kind of like Robbie Benson you know he was like his, his development was like frozen in time it was like stilted. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. And he never changed. He never matured beyond that. He never got like any flesh on his bones and became like a, you know, a fine young man. Like, uh, what's his name? Iron Eagle? What the hell is his name? That played the Godfather thing later on, the uh, mafia thing on CBS? Uh, Jace- Jason, Jason Gedrick. Gedrick. You better uh, catch up with this because you're not on top of it, man. Well, I was thinking Lou Gossett Jr., but I'm sure that's not who you were thinking of. Was he? Was that the Sparta that was in there? Yep. Lou Gossett Jr. and Iron Eagle? Yeah, that, that was a Chappie. That's right, Chappie. And I understand that, uh,. Jason Gedrick was a little chappy after that movie was filmed. But that's another story for another day, boys and girls. How come we never saw him naked? Bad move, Jason. Bad move. FBI, and I already had this story much longer and more, uh, I guess not longer, since you faxed me 100 pages of this. The child molestation case against Nawabian leader. Now, what is Nawabian? Well, we'll get to that, what it is. Uh, Nawabian leader Dwight York escalated yesterday in state and federal court in Eatonton. Oh, that's uh, like in Atlanta, somewhere in Eatonton, a Putnam County grand jury issued a 116-count indictment of the 56-year-old leader of the United Nawabian Nation of Moors, a quasi-religious group whose 150 to 200 members live in a rural compound that features huge pyramids and a large gate covered with hieroglyphics. York was charged with 74 counts of child molestation, 29 counts of aggravated child molestation, and related charges, including one count of rape. Oi! In Macon, an FBI agent testified at a bond hearing in U.S. District Court that authorities have identified as many as 35 victims whose age at the time of the alleged crimes ranged from 4 to 18. Another good religious guy, man, the Nawabians. Huh? Are they related to the Wasabians? I think so. Okay, here's uh, some more lists. These people are probably getting pretty impatient. That's okay. we got an hour to go. Just relax. Now, how are we going to do this when it comes to be uh, the end of the hour, the end of next hour? I don't know. I'll fax it. You'll fax it to um, Eric, Eric, right? And then, but I'm, I'm talking about compiling the list. You got those 17. Each of the three days will take 17, or 17, 17, and then 16. The last day to make 50. We can't, we can't make 50 divisible by three, even though we would like to. And then we'll put on a bunch of our own on there, and we'll uh, pit them off. Then we'll have a runoff. So at we the have, end of the week. We, since we have 50 already, you want me to just send this to him now? Yeah, let's cut it off right now with due apologies we'll to the people on the phones. Then I can take this stupid thing off my head. I'm going to have to get some of those real lightweight Sennheisers. You know the ones I'm talking about? I do. I got some cheap lightweight ones that work just oh, great. Except for, This like thing I said, is the just is killing me. I do not go for the headphones, but I, I really can't hear, hear you or the callers all that well. But quite frankly, who wants to hear you anyway? No, seriously, I just have to take that off. I can't work for the whole four hours. It's too heavy duty, you know, as opposed to howdy duty. Can you, can you believe they let, now seriously, I know that's before your time, but, but seriously, stop and think about this. These are people who are supposed to know about television, TV guide, I mean, it's supposed to be their business, and they leave off howdy freaking duty? Man. 
How do you think? How do you think if he were still alive today? How do you think Buffalo Bob would feel about a thing like that? I uh, uh, snub like that. Well, that makes us feel like duty. Exactly. Howdy, suds. 11.56 at 5.60 WQM. The weather's starting to get really, uh, man, oppressively hot again. Summer storms are underway, and the possibility of hurricanes soon follows. So get prepared for a major storm and discover what thousands of people have done to protect their homes. Do the smart thing. Call All Weather Systems. All Weather Systems has been in business for over 15 years. They're a state-licensed FEMA project impact contractor. All Weather Systems carries the brand-new state-of-the-art shutterless impact-resistant windows and French doors. No unsightly or ugly shutters to ruin the look of your home, and you'll also have the convenience of not having to put up heavy plywood or storm panels. All Weather Systems offers you 100% unsecured bank financing with no payments for 90 days and payments as low as just 69 bucks a month. Their impact-resistant windows and French doors have insulated glass, which saves you energy, reduces outside noises, and the non-breakable glass helps keep out criminals and burglars, too. All Weather Systems also manufactures a full line of accordion-style shutters, electric roll-ups, and hurricane panels as well. So give All Weather Systems a call today. Hurricane season starting this month. Save yourself the headache of putting up shutters, protect your family from storms and crime, and keep your house looking beautiful and energy-efficient at the same time. Call All Weather Systems toll-free, 1-800-728-5126. That's 1-800-728-5126. They provide home protection of the highest quality with service reliability and professionalism comparable to none. You'll be sure and tell them that Neil Rogers told you to call All Weather Systems at 